Welcome, Welcome back, back to it. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another episode of the Rum Runners Podcast. On to the next one. On to the next one. On to the next one. On to the last one. What the fuck was that? I do the fucking countdown. Shit, I forgot how. You forgot how to count. Good yeah. job. It's, uh, seven. Welcome back to another episode of the Rum Runners Podcast. I am Jared. I am Kyle. And we are joined by return guest, Mark. I don't know if people are going to hear that that time because that echoed (laughs) weird. Um, This is the Rum Runners Podcast. If you didn't get that, I'm Jared Descauser. We got got, got Mark the Great One Hunter. You don't have to. Let's go. Round two. Round two. It's great to have you back. Oh, man. It's great to be back. I was dying the first time. Yeah, he was real sick the first time. Yeah, I remember that. That was before COVID existed. So, I mean, like, it... it, Not just regular dying. He was just just real fucking sick. Yeah, talk about COVID. that's when I had that thing where, like, I couldn't... I was like... It was like bad diarrhea, but I was also like constantly <laughs> like I couldn't walk. Like it was dizzy. It was it bad w- diarrhea. My wife dizzy. made me drive to Allentown. I thought I was gonna die to give her a tooth that she didn't need. A tooth. A tooth. My daughter was at the dentist. Huh. <laughs> she knocked her tooth out. And she's like, I think I might need the tooth. Bring it here, and I get there. And she's like, We didn't need the tooth, and I'm like, I ate everything about they it. Are, they are ready fixed. That's the wildest way to start that story. <laughs> so I needed to bring the tooth. <laughs> Oh shit! But yeah, so if those who haven't seen our YouTube content, because that was way way back, uh, Hunter was actually our first guest back when we were in my fucking living room. Yeah, we did that <laughs> no, in the kitchen. Your no, kitchen. sorry, in my we're in kitchen. kitchen. Yeah, we we're in my kitchen. We would have a, a boom mic, right? Yeah, yeah. Now look at mm-hmm. us. We got yeah, fucking man. This is fucking dope. We thing. We're in a studio. All these like cameras that one. all the audience is seeing us being filmed on right now. Right, right, right. Look with at me, lighting right now. the studio look at lighting. Look the at back that. of my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, what's up. Man. Hey, it's a, it's a good back of a head. Yeah, yeah. We're just. Uh, oh damn! I think I moved the thing too close to my computers. You're a computer. I am a computer. I'm a genius. But yeah. So Hunter, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself, like the things that you do? Introduce yourself as if you've never been on the show before. Okay. So, all right. Best way to introduce myself. Well, uh, man. I, you know what's funny? It's it's been a year. Since I've done anything public speaking or yeah. podcast-wise. It's or, like riding a bike. So, yeah. So, okay. Uh, best way to introduce myself. I've known, I've known Jared since high school. Went to Penn State University. Joined the military from there. Uh, I'm a veteran. Fought in the Iraq War. Uh, from that point on, uh, I've been running my own businesses. I started a company called I Am Greatness. I got into the family business, Hunter's Home Center, where we, uh, we fix up properties, basically. Check it out. Yeah, different. Well, yeah, at Hunter's Home Center, CTR uh, on Instagram and Facebook. But uh, outside of that, yeah, just <laughs> I've got into motivational speaking. And, and you got a book. I, I do have one book and I got a second book coming out. 
but the first book is uh, I can't remember it right now. I'm kind of a <laughs> going on the blank, but it's fine. <laughs> that's it's what fine. It is. It's old news. It's old news. Just it's look a, up. Look yeah, up Mark it's been, a, been around for a while. <laughs> yeah, the greatness called the greatness manifesto. There we yeah. go. He was, he was gonna get to it at some point <laughs> eventually. But uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for putting me on the spot. Definitely, yeah, gotta, definitely. Gotta get I that mean. down. <laughs> so I mean, we're we're gonna do this a little bit like an interview right okay. now, just for a little bit, and then we're gonna have fun. We got like three really good stories for the end, and cool. we're gonna we're gonna go off on that. Um, so you're in the military. Yeah. I I've known you for right. very for very long time now. It's mm-hmm. decades. We're, we're now it's over. What is it? Fifteen years? Sixteen years that we know each other? Yeah, since since what? About sixteen. I think I met you through uh, Matthew uh, Matt. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. won't say his last name. I guess. Yeah, we won't. It's fine. Yeah. And I met you that one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle, I think Kyle didn't meet you. I think one we, time. we met twice. Oh no, yeah, yeah. once two yeah, times. Yeah, we did. We, yeah, once at your place. Oh yeah, yeah. We went. We we're at your place. Yep. Yeah. See, it was a bit all over. So you guys are basically you guys are basically <laughs> brothers. Now. I have the worst memory of people alive. <laughs> that is true. But uh, you know, in the time that I knew you, you were very um, what's the word I'm looking for? Pacifist. Pacifist. <laughs> yeah, you were you were very anti any sort of aggression. Okay. You, you were always the one that was calming shit down when we were doing wild and ass stuff. I'm still kind in of high school. Still kind of that. Yeah. <laughs> so how did how did that? Uh, did you did you deal with any sort of inner, inner turmoil? Being like, I'm gonna join the military. Why would you join the military? Oh, okay. So the whole military thing came about <laughs> as a result of being in college, not enjoying it. Right. So you go to college, and the, one of the things that you really like is you meet people. You yeah. go to parties. Yeah. Especially, I went to Penn State at, at that time. Penn State, I think, was like the number two or three party school in the country so it was a phenomenal time yeah you're like this better be like fucking american pie right (laughs) so i am having a great time uh i meet the love of my life you know you've met Teresa. yes yes. Uh, so at that time you know that's kind of what it was but i didn't enjoy going to class right yeah so obviously if you don't like going to class you're not going to go to class you're not going to go to class and you're not going to (laughs) pass yeah yeah so i ended up obviously getting poor grades and uh, made the decision to drop out yeah right so Similar to, you know, our buddy, uh, Chris, I was going to stay up there for like at least another year. Yeah. And I was going to just like kind of work and, you know what I mean? Just be around the area, party and stuff like that. Be yeah. A kid. Still get the experience without, right. without any of the stupid school. Exactly. <laughs> but then I got caught shoplifting. Oh, so, shit. Like, and this was actually prior to me even deciding to drop out. Right. So yeah. I ended up getting caught shoplifting at this I place. I don't remember you ever telling me this story. No, I don't think I told a lot of people. Yo, listen. This point in my life, <laughs> there is so much failure going on. That yeah. I didn't want to tell anybody. Right? Okay, yeah. and part of that goes into me joining the military. But I get caught stealing, and this was like January two thousand eight. I okay. got caught, right? Yeah. And this is the funniest part about me getting caught stealing was I made the decision that this was going to be the last time that I did it. <laughs> I said, "Yo, I've been and stealing." It was, <laughs> and it was, it legit yeah. was. But I was like, "I've been stealing since middle school." <laughs> you know, I had gotten caught in middle school. Got uh, got banned from Kmart for a year. Holy but then, shit! I don't know. If, do you remember that? Uh, I don't know if I ever told you about that either. Uh, I re- okay. With well, statues of limitation should be up. I remember us stealing lots of shit. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> we stole so much stuff. You're you a said, criminal. I'm not going to say 100%. where we stole it from. It was mostly candy. We. Why did we steal so much candy? So, right. So okay. Check this out. As adults, <laughs> I did it when I was a kid. I just we grab right. handfuls of candy while I was in the store. My mom be like, "Where'd you get that?" Be like. From the thing. Yeah. We were teenagers and we stole bags of candy. Oh, oh yeah, a God. lot of candy. So 
that started the whole stealing thing started with uh you knew some guys from middle school yeah who were going to kmart and they told me exactly how to steal cd players and things like that oh shit so i was stealing cd players and then i come back to school i sell them at the time remember when people were like burning cds and stuff like that yeah. yep so my parents had bought a, a computer where you could burn cds because my mm-hmm. dad was really into technology at the time yeah so i was selling cds for like five dollars a pop and all that and then now i could offer you the cd player you know what i mean because now again at first i was paying them to get me the CD. always player. the businessman and then <laughs> and then i started stealing it myself yeah but i had i guess done it too much and along with those guys those guys that did it too yeah. much as well and the kind of the security there kind of caught on mm-hmm. so one day i go there this is when mp3 players started to come out so oh, i started wow. stealing the mp3 players and I go to the bathroom. There's kids that are listening that are like, MP3 player? What? <laughs> right, yeah. So I go, <laughs> I go into the bathroom. This is when they didn't have them behind the case. So you just grab them and just walk away with Because they're like, no one's going to steal this. Right, yeah. People so, <laughs> are too good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I ended up getting caught stealing an MP3 player. But the guys who were uh, doing like the security that day, yeah. they were really cool, man. And they just, what, what ended up happening, they basically tried to teach me a life lesson. Mm-hmm. Called my parents, told me not to come back to Kmart for a year. Didn't call the police, and they that let was me nice go. Of them. Yeah, so that's what ended up happening. But you know, obviously, my parents punished me for a long period of time. Yeah, that's was, sometimes even worse. Right, and <laughs> this is going into high school. So, oh wow, yeah. So, only thing I was able to do, and you know, I was on the basketball team, was play basketball, go home, stuff yeah. like that. But then, because uh, that time, was before I even met you, because right. I, I didn't meet you until what you were a sophomore, I think. Is when yeah, we, sophomore, like, year, sophomore, I think junior. Yeah, that was when we started, you know, really like hanging out and stuff like that. Right. So, what ended up happening? From there is instead of stealing big things like CD players and stuff, stuff that could really get me in trouble, I just started stealing candy. So, <laughs> so, so I still to had. I was a complex. <laughs> right. so, so I was still stealing stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But it was only like food, candy. You were just like scratching that. the itch. Like you right. were just. It was just off. The Wasn't service. stuff worth hundreds of dollars or anything like that? Yeah. No one was gonna chase you down over. Yeah. A book. We still. I remember one time we got really know. drunk and we we stole <laughs> we stole a bag of Snickers, a bag of of Reese's. Um, I think it's important to say like this all happened when I was 14, 15, 16. Yeah, we were children. <laughs> we're now 35 years old. This is like yeah. double a lifetime ago. Yeah, this know? is very long ago. So, but Criminals. it was, I remember it was, <laughs> it was so, didn't, because we had a cart okay. and we had them start ringing it up and then we went, oh man, we forgot the money. Never mind. And then we walked out with just bags of stuff yeah, underneath stuff our in our stuff. pockets. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a good time. I don't mm. remember. That's a risky night. maneuver. Listen, Did you just steal it right in front of them. Sometimes Honestly, it worked the best. There were times we would go to like Giant or somewhere that we were like just drunk, drunk yeah. 16, 17 year olds. <laughs> we made a lot of bad decisions <laughs> when we were drinking. And we would, I would literally, we'd be at the cash register. I'd literally just grab handfuls of candy bars, put them in my pocket. The cashier would look at me. <laughs> she's like out. she's like i don't make enough money <laughs> yeah. i don't give care <laughs> she's like i do the same thing yeah, man. that happened to me when i was working at a subway so i walked in grabbed a bag of chips went fuck you and then left and i was like <laughs> don't care yeah man yeah i like, probably did the same thing you wouldn't yeah. expect them to try to stop you you know yeah. what I mean? not yeah, for exactly. nothing that's like two a couple bucks yeah but all right so any <laughs> going from that that's when i started to steal the candy and stuff like that so once i yeah. got to college i was still kind of doing that but okay. i also knew that i could use this skill to get me some canned goods and some other like you know food that i needed yeah so i was going you're, to this you're a broke college kid at that point. i forgot kid. where this story was going i thought you were about to give us your plot to how you became a supervillain <laughs> it all started with some candy it all started with candy man yeah not yeah, the this, owner this of Lex is a Corp. very super villain kind of you know story. What? That is, it is, it is. Because over time, if you just if you get away with small things, you start to do bigger things. Yeah. Right? But 
I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> this this was me stealing like peas, you know what I mean? Yeah. Green beans, yeah. stuff like that. And you I, were Aladdin. Right, essentially. <laughs> I just didn't want to pay. A, I think it totaled $12 is what I got caught yeah. stealing. So, oh, geez. And here's what ended up happening. When I stole that stuff, mm-hmm. I remember the first thing I did was buy some stuff and I had a little bag. Then yeah. I went back into the aisles and this was where I got caught up. I started throwing stuff in the bag. But I noticed the guys who were watching me. Mm-hmm. And as I would look at them, they kind of like turn away. Yeah. And then I would put stuff in the bag. So when it when they actually caught me and grabbed me like on the way out. Yeah. And this was like I said, the last time that I was going to steal. Yeah. So I had made the decision, like, all right, I'm just gonna tell them what I took. Now, yeah. When they grab me, we go into the back and they're just like, Hey, what'd you steal? You know, whatever. So I tell them which ones I stole. Mm-hmm. But now let me say this. I actually got away with stealing some stuff. Because <laughs> I didn't tell them everything that I stole. <laughs> so what they didn't, oh, they didn't check the receipt. <laughs> no, well, they you know they didn't check you know what i didn't ask for a receipt okay. that's what it was so oh, i actually only smart. i bought like a bottle of water and deodorant i think and uh i said no receipt and then i just went back and started grabbing stuff but <laughs> then you went shopping <laughs> but you know what's funny i didn't even think about that now that you said it you know? yeah. <laughs> but i never even thought about it but so yeah i ended up still stealing stuff but they mm. rang it up i guess it was 12 bucks and then i had to pay like i want to say close to a thousand dollars between paying the store for you have to pay the store for stealing shit so I had to pay the store like four hundred dollars, and then that I had to pay like excessive. State College, Pennsylvania, like six hundred dollars or whatever for pleading also guilty. Also excessive, which I could have, I guess. My dad was telling me like, "Hey, you could have, we could have got a lawyer, we could have fought it, and yeah. whatever." But then you're paying the lawyer. <laughs> yeah, was, no matter what, you're still paying hundreds of dollars. I was working like, at McDonald's. It was twelve dollars. <laughs> yeah, it was twelve bucks. Twelve for, for stealing twelve dollars ended up paying like over a thousand. Be like, I don't even think this qualifies. That was the most petty. expensive twelve dollars mm-hmm. worth of stuff you've ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So what happened from there? Um, now I'm trying to get a, I decided to drop out of college probably around June. Yeah. This is like my junior year of college mm-hmm. and I'm sucking the whole way. So, <laughs> so now I got this, this criminal theft or whatever, this retail theft that I had on my, my record yeah. and everywhere that I go to try to get a job, even at call centers and stuff like that. I go to the interview, ace the interview, do really yeah. well. And they say, all right, we, we just got to do a background check. And then I'd always get the call. Like, Hey, your background check came back. Yeah. You know? And we can't hire you. So that's not even a felony. Right. That's a misdemeanor. Yeah. That and is it's actually it's not even on my record anymore. Four years later it was gone. Oh my God. So <laughs> well, that's ridiculous. Not everybody knows, but <laughs> but <laughs> so what ended up happening was I go to a call center one time and I'm dressed up, spiffy yeah. looking, and I'm thinking, this is a fucking call center like you guys yeah. need people you know like i feel like you're all criminals like, like, <laughs> yeah, like, right? you should actually be cool yeah. with it you steal money from people 100 and so i go and i sit down and i give the guy uh, my paperwork or whatever and he looks at it and i put at the top like retail theft recently you know what i mean yeah and he looks at it and he says we can't hire you and i just sat there like he didn't even ask me a question or nothing like didn't yeah. even get to do an interview so i'm just sitting there just like yo like this is like mm-hmm. the 10th place that i've been to and no one's going to hire me. So literally, I just I, I walked out that office and beelined it straight to the recruiter's office. So I signed up for the United States Army at State College, right, right there oh, at Penn damn. State. And I uh, went to the recruiter's office. They gave me a quick ASVAB test. I aced the ASVAB. They told me I could have been a fucking veterinarian or whatever. And yeah. I was like, I, you, you know, obviously Ruben and yeah. his cousin, they were in the infantry. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're National Guard. So I was like, if I become I love like how a, you said that so dismissively. Like they're National, National Guard. Guard. Yeah. yeah. It's a very important. And I'm probably gonna make that distinction several times during this. Not a problem at all. <laughs> but I mentioned that, you know, they're infantry. Yeah. If I 
become a fucking veterinarian or something like that, these guys are going to shit on me forever. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I want to be infantry. You know, yeah. I at least be on the same level as them. They're like, oh, infantry's full. You can be a uh, 12B, which is combat engineer. 12B, yeah. right? Right. So that's ended up. That's what I ended up being. Which I mean, it has it has a cool title, engineer, and it has mm-hmm. a cool sounding thing, combat. Right. <laughs> it's right. like you engineer the combat. Yeah. yeah. So essentially, what the job is is you know we're trained in we're infantry, but we're trained with explosives. So we're yes. we're master breaches. We're you know coming in the hair, we blow up the door and shit like that and kill people. I don't think you need that on this door. <laughs> Kicking the door, blow it up, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we we uh, cause mass destruction. Jared, and, uh, you were wrong. If you have access to explosives, it doesn't matter what it is. Right. You just use them. Be like, okay, they, all of them. They, they put a, you they, walk up they to they a, a plywood wall, box. you're like, I think I need to blow this up. <laughs> right. Someone get me three sticks of C4. <laughs> Be like, we don't even got to go and shoot it. This yep. is going to handle the whole thing. Yep. That's what we do. We handle with C4 and, and all types of stuff. But yeah, yeah. that's what we learned. But it had to be interesting. It was. It was It was interesting. It was, uh, I wouldn't say it was a good time because the military sucks. Yeah. But uh, that that's the story. That's what ended up happening. You know what's funny about that too? Mm-hmm. At that time, I used to smoke weed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I remember I smoked two days before I went to that recruiter's office. Yeah. And uh, when I went in there, they made me take a piss test. Yeah. I took the test and I'm thinking like, this is going to come back hot. <laughs> you're, you're like, <laughs> no there's, way. there's no way. this test. <laughs> like, literally just smoked weed. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. In a depressed state because I couldn't get a job. And um, the guy comes back and he looks at me and he's just like, oh, well, you passed. <laughs> and you're like. I was like, all right. You know, like. I got reality. Yes. Yeah, you, you probably did it. He just was like, that's a P like, test. Yeah. <laughs> he just came back. I was like, here you go. 100% I failed the test. And he was just like, yeah, you passed. Whatever. So I'm He's like, like cool. we need people. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Because the way he looked at it, he had the, one of those blank stares that was like, uh, yeah, you passed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he didn't he see was, what it he said. Was, he was making a slide at that right. point. 100%. So. If, and I look back at it now, if he would have told me that I didn't pass and I would have had to leave and come back like in a week or something like that, I yeah. probably would have never joined the military. Yeah. But yeah. because I was there that day and I signed everything, I took the test and everything like that, I was like, all right, let's go. Sign the contract. And yeah. uh, I think I said, send me away as soon as you can. And two weeks later, I was in basic training. Holy shit. Because it did seem like it was it was out of nowhere. Because right. I remember calling you. Mm-hmm. And I never knew any of that stuff was happening because anytime I ever asked you what was going on, you're like, I'm good, man. <laughs> it's just always what yeah. it was. <laughs> and then one day I go to call you and you don't pick up. And then like I call you like a week later and you don't pick up. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And yeah. someone goes, um, I heard Hunter's in the military, actually. <laughs> I think like four people knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like I really didn't tell anybody. I remember I told my parents literally maybe the next the next morning. So at yeah. that time. You know, I had told them that I was dropping out of college. And I remember mm-hmm. my mom used to call me in the morning. She used to say, how are we going to pay off these college loans? How are we going to pay off these college loans? Yeah. And uh, I the, got this. Yeah. So the, the, like, that I morning. I have a plan. The next morning, yeah. She yeah. called me. said, how are we going to pay off these college loans? And I was like, I joined the Army. Uh, I joined under the program that they're going to pay the college loans. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to worry about it. And I hung up the phone. And uh, <laughs> You were like, mic drop. Boom. Right. And then. Uh, my dad called me literally like 30 seconds later, told me to go back to the recruiter's office, you know, get the contract yeah. canceled and all that stuff like that. You were an like, adult no. at that point. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah I'm 21 at that time. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, no, no, I'm going. This is it. And one of the reasons that I didn't tell anybody, like you mentioned it now, mm-hmm. was because I was so embarrassed to be dropping out of college, you know, at that time. Because mm-hmm. we're coming from suburban white neighborhood went to a school that was majority white people yeah everybody's talking about going to college and you know what they're going to do after college and different things like that i feel you with and that. i'm sitting here thinking like i'm dropping out of college like 
compared to the people that I grew up with, I'm going to be a failure. I'm not going back to it's Bethlehem. You got me beat. I, I dropped out three times. <laughs> <laughs> I kept going back and kept dropping out. I just stayed in and got a degree that's worthless. So what did you what did you end up getting? Uh, technically, it's a liberal arts degree, but I was going to school for fine art. I just ended up taking too many courses. So they okay. gave him a liberal arts degree, I, I even almost, though he's an art major. I almost <laughs> went the same route as you, except when I applied, I was 17, and I learned that one little hiccup will just change your mind. Right. Because the recruiter called my mom, and she was like, nah, he's got asthma or whatever. Right. And he was like, have a nice life. And I was like, well, I guess I won't try again. Yeah. You know what? I had, I told them that I had asthma, too. They told me to lie. Yeah. So I when I went to, they Man, called they, me. They it's it's all because they called yeah. my mom and not me. Right. So when I was, I was 17, <laughs> so when I went to Mets, they, they said, just tell them you're good, you know? So I, I lied. But I mean, you were an athlete. So yeah, like you, you were, you were used to, to physical exertion right. and dealing with your, with your asthma. Cause I mm-hmm. remember like you used to smoke me and I'm slow and fat, but <laughs> you know, it's not, a, but you used to like run for significantly longer than me also. Right. Yeah. Like you, you were always mad athletic. <laughs> yeah. So it worked out. You know, Ladies, I think that you saved could, me you in the military. Picture that right now, he's mad athletic. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely saved me in the military. So yeah. it worked out. I mean, that definitely helps. It's it's mm. a shit ton of yeah. shit ton of running. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure, it is a lot of running. Way more than you're ready for. I'll be honest with you. You're like, I don't care if you're used to running. The <laughs> it's running. So jealous of both of you. Both of you went to good colleges and then dropped out. Yeah. I was poor. I got into good colleges and then it was like, I can't pay to be here. <laughs> and I didn't go at all. <laughs> I went to community college. And then Listen, just dragged it out decision. over 12 years. It was, it was the last choice. For me, it was like, all right, I'm going to try to go to the military again. Or, or maybe I'll drugs. go to community college. <laughs> yeah. And or there may have been some other illegal things, but whatever, Jared. <laughs> I just made that up on the spot. Oh, whatever, Jared. It's just what everybody it's does. It's not what in my like, neighborhood, yeah. If you're not mm-hmm. going to college, or you're, if you're from you're where I'm drugs. from, you're selling meth. But you're selling meth. That's crazy. That is wild. Peberg. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, damn. poor yeah. Peberg kid. Like not from the nice parts that you drive past. Like yeah. from the parts where nobody goes. Oh shit! Literally, the first time I went to his house, I was like. Yeah, like he thought Peberg was oh, nice. Like, yeah. He was like, "Yeah, man, no, it's like Nez. I drive through here all the time." He gets to my house. I'm like, "That's the camera that watches that crack house." Yeah, <laughs> I as I'm locking my door in front of the crack house because mm-hmm. like Great. I had to park in front of it, and I was like, "Yeah, if we can like leave, yeah, let's, quickly, let's go anywhere else." Right? I would be really appreciative yeah, of that. And then I just made fun. I'm like, "Oh, Peberg's nice, isn't it?" That's wild. I've never seen a crack house. Uh, I've seen I mean, a lot. It looks like I'll a be house. Honest, I, I've my mom a- used to. Never mind. Just maybe not say that at all. I knew a person that would take me on trips, and sometimes they would go inside yeah. of them. He knew a stranger. Yo, the, the way he starts his stories. <laughs> yeah, it's Kyle doesn't have like a rev up period. He's just straight into it. There's no reason to sugarcoat it. Right, right. I was mean, you sugarcoated it. That's the whole thing. Get straight to it. I didn't sugarcoat it. I was just like, maybe for libel reasons, I shouldn't say. It's not libel, though. Okay. It's not in print. Yeah, you know, I just went on field trips. To field trips to crack houses. To houses that I would just sit in the car and wait. Listen, I mean, I've probably seen a crack house. Being in Philadelphia and different places like that. Oh, yeah, you definitely saw crack houses. You just, so you guys, you guys I'm not a, aware. You guys have a way better benefit growing up in, in Bethlehem, it turns mm, out. Lots right. of meth houses, <laughs> but they're in nice areas. Because mm, yeah. I lived like a couple of streets away from him for a little while in Bethlehem. And a house blew up because the meth lab in the basement went bad. Mm, yeah. Okay. And I was There's, like, what? That's when you find out about it. You always find out about the meth houses when they explode. Right. And I was in one of the really nice <laughs> neighborhoods. <shit. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bethlehem's wild. 
Bethlehem's wild. <laughs> like weird yeah. stuff happens like under like undercover. Like no one uh, knows about it. But weird shit yeah. happens. Okay. They just don't release it, so which is why we can't talk about local news. Samurai swords. Yeah, we're gonna glaze over that one just because <laughs> Samurai swords? What happened with the samurai swords? Somebody got murdered with a samurai no, sword. No, in Bethlehem. And lit on what fire. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> and lit on fire. And lit on fire. It was it was a whole That's thing. crazy, fam. <laughs> yeah, they they tried not to like release a lot of information about that one. The only reason I know is because I knew people that were cops and they were like, it was fucked up. Yeah, it's wild. Nah, yeah. man. Bethlehem wasn't that wild when when I was growing up there. So no. it always seemed kind of calm. No. I remember if there was like a, a homeless person or something, they just Taking the south side, <laughs> you know what I mean. Here's here's a trip. <laughs> just be like, come on, come just with us. Stay come over with us. here. Okay, yeah, so you, you see this bridge? You can't cross this right, bridge. This is the where bridge. the people with money live. Mm-hmm. But I want the people with money to give me money. <laughs> no, 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 no. Your kind stays over here. Be yeah, like, man. that's really fucked up. It was Explore it Fountain Hill. Segregated. Yeah, Explore Fountain Hill. That's exactly what it was. You can live <laughs> under the bridges. Yeah. Oh man. So okay. So we got how you got into the military. Um, and you know, like I've heard, I'm not going to make you go into military stories because that's always like, that, oh that, man, there's so be, many that could be a slippery slope. Like, we'd, we'd be here for five hours, yeah. I mean, like, and I, <laughs> I, know, I know when you came back, like, there was like a time where, like, you know, because I saw you like right after you came back. I do have one question about military stories, okay? Though. Let's see. Since you worked with explosives, was there ever a moment where you did something and we're like, oh, fuck, I fucked that up, we should leave? <laughs> like, because it was a like you were like, this is an oh shit moment. You're like, this might blow us up if we don't go away. Yeah, no, nah, you know, I don't think that there's ever a moment like that for me. I think that for other guys, he's like, was. he's like, I know a guy. Yeah, yeah. There's, so there's you know some things that happen, but nah, it wasn't it wasn't ever that bad. You know, and a it was lot never of times, like you put the wrong wires and you're like, uh, did I do that right? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not good. the question you want to ask when you're working with C4. Is this yeah. correct? No, it was, was it the red to the red? Shit. <laughs> Did I set this up to confuse them? <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, what's the what's the guy's name? The Oklahoma City bomber. He was a he was a combat engineer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean that important, you know, set mm-hmm. of skills so, at that point. Right, yeah. So uh, all engineers, there's actually a, a file with our name on it in the FBI. So they watch us. If something blew up around here and uh you'd an be engineer a, there'd be a phone call. Hey, what's up? Yeah, they <laughs> I get a phone call. Let's hope nothing blows up around here. <laughs> Timothy Bay, that's his name. Yeah, right. I mean, Timothy Bay. Yeah. His name is uh his name is on the board at Cypress School. He went to Cypress School. So there's yeah. a yeah. Wow. So for combat engineers, uh, you probably know the infantry has Ranger School. Yeah. So for combat engineers, we have Cypress School. You can go to both. Yeah. But uh, if you go to Cypress School, you it's thirty days. You don't get to eat much. You uh mm. you deal with explosives. That sound you, fun. you lead charges, different <laughs> things like that. So it's a whole training that is very difficult, and uh, he passed it. So his name is on the board up there. Shit. Sure. I know when you were in there, you you went like I know you did like jumps and stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, you, you did Ranger went, School, right? No, I didn't. You know, I tried to. They, Try, oh, they, okay. They wouldn't let me because I was getting out, right? Because I had to let everybody know that I was leaving. Mm-hmm. But um, I did go to Airborne School, and I did complete um the Army Combatives Program. Which is so crazy because you level four. You're afraid of heights. Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> and he was jumping out of planes. Yep, jumping out of planes. So I'm uh, what they call a five jump chump. So I he, did it for fun. He don't he don't like heights either. He don't like falling from heights. Yeah, I'm like falling. I don't mind heights. I'm trying to go up and be like, oh, that looks cool. Yeah, I'm trying to like jump. Like, nah, I'm trying to get him to to go skydiving. <laughs> oh, That's you should. Not gonna happen. We could all do it. It'd be nah, fucking too phenomenal. old. I'll definitely die. It's scary. Well, I'll tell you what. It's scary until after you jump out. I'll die Once from, you jump out, you're fine. I'll just die from like old people things. I'll be like, oh man, he was on his way down. He got Alzheimer's and died. It's like crazy. <laughs> think yeah. you can catch that in the air. <laughs> As you're falling? That'd be hilarious. Just oh, going to full dementia like, oh. <laughs> he got a He got a bubble in his heart. That's like, this is yeah. insane. 
But uh, but yeah, okay. So aside from the jumping out of planes, like so, I knew you right when you came back. Like mm-hmm. you you came back, and like I know you t- you had to take some time right to yourself because it was a very you were a very different person that first week out. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I was super aggressive. Like yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you off the bat, man. I remember yeah. I told my sisters that I would punch if they were men. I would punch them in the face, like you know, because that's just how that environment was. It's, I, I kind of related to being in prison, you know. Yeah. Like, granted, I don't know what prison's like, but I would say that. I'm sure that somebody tried to steal my food to be a fight and shit like that, yeah, you know? Yeah. So that's, the military was kind of like that. Where, it's a hard rewiring. Yeah. You got people yelling at you all the time. And then you got people who are like, you know, your buddies and whatnot, or I guess same level as you, but then they're also aggressive. Yeah. So you got to become, you know, super alpha essentially. Yeah. You know? Which wasn't really you when you went in originally. Like you were, always, like you were always confident. Like oh, you're, super you're, confident you're always guy, the yeah. most confident guy in the room. Mm-hmm. But you were never like the whole look at me because I'm in charge and fuck you and fuck you. And right, do right, what yeah. I say. No, that I wasn't, wasn't you. That, yeah. You were always mad chill. Yeah. Which, of course, you're back to. You're, 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 right, you're right. Chill I still guy, held yeah. on to some of the aggression, though. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of, it's, it's useful. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. I tell people that all the time. You know, I said I, I'm, not, I'm back to, you know, basically 80% of what I was, but I still got the aggression when I need to, when I need to use yeah, it. Yeah, some shit pops off. You got to be able to be like, I could blow you up right now if i really wanted to right <laughs> okay um now how did you take that everything that you did everything because once again this this whole thing started with you saying how you used to sell cds and then you were like i'm gonna upsell you mm. on a cd player right um so how did you how did everything kind of lead into the world of business which i know but even back in high school you were always an innovator right um you know online marketing and right. online sales mm-hmm. was something that you were like this is going to be the way of the future we were like who the fuck is going to buy toilet paper <laughs> off yeah. the internet you're right right and now didn't plan for a pandemic did you, you? Know, yeah not you, at all you know what's so funny about that too that he mentions that because i remember in high school i was telling everybody the internet the internet's gonna be the next thing uh we're gonna be able to buy stuff anything we want and i would i would buy like cds or something like that off it and i would tell somebody like hey you buy a cd from the store i'll buy it from like i, I bought a cd from amazon mm. it took like 10 days to get to me it's crazy it's when i was coming. in high school the internet was for two things research papers and that other thing oh yeah, yeah. that the Alone internet's for time. that's Prime, what there's right? a whole you song about it <laughs> right yep exactly but yeah i remember ordering stuff and it'd take forever and then i <laughs> traded with people like two weeks later yeah <laughs> but uh yeah the internet was really slow and it looked like i was a, a fool at the time but now it was a very interesting thing because i remember you you know you're showing me everything you're like look they got fucking toilet paper right here really? yeah. and it's cheaper than what's in the store you just gotta wait a couple days for it i'm like but couple. what if, i'm like but what if it sucks <laughs> right like what if it's not good toilet paper they mm. could just send you whatever they want you're like here's the thing though you you won't buy from them again, right? So they have to send you the right thing, gotta be good or stuff. you're not going to come back. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know, this is sketch. <laughs> and now I order everything from right. home. Everything I don't go to it. stores. Yep. To be fair, they often do replace things with things that you didn't want. Right. Very you're true. like, this That's is true. close enough, right? Yeah. I know you wanted it in blue, but what about the smaller version mm-hmm. in red? And you hear about the people getting fake iPads and stuff like that from China, all that type of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. all that stuff's going on too. That's but. their fault. If you log on and you're looking at, it, you're like. This is. This it's is, a capital I. There's only iPad. one P and Apple that. in that. <laughs> right. $30. Or iPads? It says 14th generation mm. iPad? Oh, shit. Sure, definitely. Yeah. PlayStation 5 box only opened once. 
Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is de- anytime it says box, you probably I remember should that. buy it. I remember that was a big thing with eBay. Yeah. A lot of people were buying boxes. Yeah. Like getting mad because they spent the price <laughs> on the system. You told me <laughs> that no. this was the place. No, I said it was the box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're dumbass. Your dumbass bit on it. Yeah, man. You gotta uh, gotta read that shit close. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I mean, would anything have like helped you in in your? your oh, as far as the the business part. Okay, so yeah, it's kind of like you mentioned. You know, going from middle school and being in the business, and then when we got to high school, I was doing uh. What was that? I think it was called Quickstar. Quickstar. I'll never forget it because you had me go to a, a meeting and I was I like, had a lot of people go to meetings, yeah. you know? And one of the things that came out of that was, you know, I under I got a better understanding of marketing. I also got an understanding to a degree of business, right? Yeah. So I carried some of that into other things that I did. And then once I got into the military, I kind of used those three years yeah. to like kind of relax and regroup and try to figure out where I wanted my life to go. Yeah. Like I was telling everybody when I was in there, I was like, I'm not staying here. This is a three-year like, I'm break. I'm not a lifer. This right. is this is just some a means mm-hmm. to an end. Right. So once I did that, and then you know, uh, I started to excel at the military, and then you know, mm-hmm. I did some cool stuff, and then I left. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wasted the government's money, and then dipped out. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna get as much of it as I can out yeah, of this, and I and did then it I'll all do. for the stories. You know what I mean? I yeah. got a bunch of stories now. But uh, once once I got out, I tried to figure out what I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. I knew it was something along the lines because a lot of guys in the army were telling me that, hey, you're a really motivational guy. You know, you tend to pump us up. And a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff that I, I was real, always really into quotes yeah. from the time that I was in high school on. And uh, a lot a lot of guys told me that type of stuff. So I was yeah. like, oh, you know, I can start something with like, uh, you know, some like motivational backing to it. Right. Yeah. And since high school, obviously, you know, my nickname has been greatness from, yes. from uh, playing basketball. And so much so that every time I type the word great on Facebook, it's like, do you, I want, pop to, up. you want to tag Mark? I hope you have a great. <laughs> no, don't tag Mark day. Right. <laughs> You've almost been tagged in every birthday message I've ever sent. I'm going to make it worse. I promise you. (laughs) You're like, I'm going to start another company called Happy. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I I got into that. And and, uh, once I got in the military, I was like, all right, maybe I could put like motivational stuff on T-shirts. Yeah. Right. And then I remember one time I was talking to a friend and he was kind of just making fun of the nickname sort of thing. Yeah. I I think I, I forget what it was. I had commented under a picture and he was just like, oh, so much for all that greatness talk or whatever. And I was like, greatness talk. I am greatness. Like, what are you talking about? Then I was like, oh, that's it. You know yeah. what I mean? That's a, a good affirmation for people. Out of spite, it's always the best time to come up <laughs> so with wait, Your first thought wasn't, I will blow you up. <laughs> this is another common engineer I was talking to. <laughs> oh, okay. So you would have blown each other so up. we would have blown each other up. Yeah. yeah. But no yeah. winners there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's kind of where that came from. And I was just like, I could put that on t-shirts and, mm-hmm. and I can do something with that. And maybe I can get into motivational speaking. I didn't know how to get into motivational speaking at the time. I remember you were there and I told you that I wanted to become a motivational speaker. We had a whole conversation about that where you're just like, I feel like I need, because you were like, I don't, uh, you're like, I know what I want to do, but I don't know how to get the skills to do what I have. And I'm like, well, I feel like you're halfway there. Like you're pretty damn good at it already. And then you're like, there's got to be something. Is yeah. there like, like a union for that thing? Yeah. So there's this thing called Toastmasters that, yeah. where they do stuff like that. Yeah. And Jared, which is funny because I want to say four years later, no, not even two, two years later. Yeah. I had gotten into Toastmasters and this is by this point I had already moved to Maryland and I called Jared and I was like, yo, listen, man, I just got in this thing called Toastmasters and, you know, I'm getting into the motivational stuff. And, and Jared was like, oh, Toastmasters. I heard of that. And I was like, the fuck? 
<laughs> like you couldn't tell me that two years ago, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> it was just a, it was just a random thing that I heard about in passing, and I was just like, that seems cool. Never yeah. thought, yeah. never thought to bring it up. When he's like, man, there's got to be something, and I'm just like, yeah, there does have to be something. Wouldn't it be cool if there was like a group of people that got together and just like helped speeches. you helped you get better at speaking? That would be amazing. That'd be phenomenal. Cool if they called it Toastmasters or something. I should I, I should trademark that. That's legit, a great name. I legit thought I was just gonna have to get twenty people together in a room and just talk to them and be like really bad, and then they'd never come back again. And I didn't know how I was gonna do it a second time. Yeah, so, be, be like I'm just gonna run through all my friends in two meetings. Right. So. Uh, yeah, that's what ended up happening. But uh, the t-shirt thing started and I just kind of started pushing that out. I was volunteering at the uh, Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. And then I also was volunteering at another place in Allentown. And I would sell my t-shirts through that. And I, I did. I sold a, a good number of t-shirts and I was actually yeah. making a, a good income um, doing that in Easton and Allentown. And then we'll have to get some tips for that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know you guys got your, your merchandise. Merchandise. I'll right. say that. So, <laughs> so. Uh, basically ended up, I want to say for that year, I think I made like around 70 grand selling t-shirts and whatnot oh, in my mom's basement, you know? And from that's an accomplishment. Like that's not something to be like, like, like just brushed off. That's, uh, that's yeah. pretty, that's pretty what's yeah. up. Right no, there. no job straight selling t-shirts and, and stuff like that. But then, uh, I think I got into, I got into a relationship and I was with, uh, kind of crazy relationship. We won't get into it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll skip over that. <laughs> but, uh, I started looking into real estate. Because mm. uh, at that time, my father had already started. When I went to college, my father had started a a the home improvement company, mm-hmm. Hunter's Home Center, and I was telling him like, you know, that's your dream. It's not mine. I yeah. think I'm going to go and do something else. So I never wanted to really go down to um, Baltimore and really help out with that. Yeah. And uh, what ended up happening was once I started to get into real estate, I was thinking about buying a house. I just wanted to know the ins and outs of purchasing a home. I was like, you can. Make like, some- I don't want to get ripped off. Right. That's 100 percent all it yeah. was. I started reading books on it, and I was like. Hey, I we can make some money doing this, you know. Yeah. And I found out about real estate wholesaling. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all this once again in my mom's basement. Because <laughs> that was when you were like, what was it called, like bird dog? Bird, yeah. I was teaching yeah. people how to be bird dogs. That's right? what it was. So yeah. I was the wholesaler, teaching people how to be bird dogs, giving people a little bit if they. Because yeah, me you were talking to me about it also. Yeah, yeah. I was looking for people to kind of help me out with. I'm it. just lazy, so I don't do things very. Everybody often. was. No, there wasn't anybody. <laughs> I think there was yeah. one person who might have sent me a decent house. You know, trust me, I feel you. Like <laughs> this, this business is free to support, and people are like, I don't have. I don't have time. Oh, it's so much money. Hey, just watch the damn YouTube it's video, like just, right? Just thumbs up. Just play. fucking hit play. Yeah, just man. hit play and lock your phone. It'll keep fucking playing. You don't even gotta listen to me. The TV's you did. on. Oh, shit, my kids, you guys say dick so much. Like I don't even know what to do. Right. Yeah. It's it's crazy. But yeah, so I got into real estate wholesaling. And uh, uh, from there, that's when I realized, like, man, I could go down to, to Maryland and, and, you know, run this business with my father. So, like, did so, you originally plan on, like, tying those together? Like, tying, like, your real estate knowledge? And- not initially, no. But then, like I said, I put I'm Greatness on the back burner because the, the wholesaling, I was making so much more money. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> real estate is. You sell, if, yeah. you, if you get into wholesaling and you sell a house, the first house that I sold was, I made $8,000 cash money. Damn. Boom. And it took me, like, three weeks. You know, I, I, had, I took a class. For five hundred dollars, yeah, it was actually the class was in Baltimore, yeah, by a guy named Mark Witten. He's actually pretty big now. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's been on Breakfast Club and all types of stuff. Oh shit! So I uh, took that class, five hundred bucks, and from there, I just he, he gave you contracts and everything, mm-hmm. a whole book on how to do it, and I used it, 
I <laughs> ran around here. You're like I'm gonna uh, do that exact thing. <laughs> and I sold I, my first house three weeks, eight thousand dollars, and then from there, I think I was making anywhere from like forty six thousand dollars a month just off of selling one or two houses. You yeah. Know? And um, I, I know that you were thinking about doing commercial. Did you did you do commercial like sale? I have found a commercial property and I wasn't able to sell it, oh, but okay. I, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't actually get too far into that. Okay. But, but like, so residential was your, residential was your bread was the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then that's when I want to say me and my mom started having a falling out. Like I'm mm. doing all this in my mom's basement, you know, selling yeah. t-shirts, wholesaling like, real estate. She's like, you're making so much fucking money and I'm not seeing any rent right now. Right. There's t-shirts and houses just all over the place. <laughs> right. So Pick I was. this shit up. <laughs> so uh, we started to have a falling out and then I was like, all right, well, it's time for me to get out of this house. And, you know, now that I got this real estate knowledge, I think I can go and do some stuff with my dad, you know? Yeah. Because he was running the shop and they were remodeling homes, kitchens and different things like that, mainly kitchens and bathrooms. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I got, you know, I can help him. So that's what I did. So I moved down to Maryland and then, uh, yeah, that's where I've been ever since. We've been running the business, I think. Uh, in the first first year that I went down there, uh, he had never done $100,000 in revenue. And we did that the first year that I was there. And then yeah. four years later... Um, we did close to a million and then the pandemic started to, you know, hit and that's yeah. kind of hurt us a little bit, but, um, bouncing yeah. back. Well, yeah, we're, we're bouncing I've, I've back. seen you, you're, you're big on, on Facebook right now. Like I see, I yeah. see a lot of the stuff that you're posting mm-hmm. and it looks, looks good. Right. So yeah, I started to get more into the social media marketing stuff and, uh, uh putting those skills to work. It's where it's, where it's at. It's where it's at. Like yeah. capitalizing on this freaking, this social media platforms is, is, is crazy. Mm-hmm. Contrary 100%. to what we originally thought, we thought that the pandemic was going to lead to a buyer's market, but it's definitely a seller's market right now. Right. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I mean that's 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 definitely what's up. And we're not going to get into stories from that because in the first episode that you were on, you told stories about that, like how you called your cousin like lazy or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that's still some of that aggression from the military, yeah. right? <laughs> you're fucking lazy. <laughs> I just remember that you're just like, can I curse? And I'm no. like, yeah. Be like, I was like, you're fucking lazy. <laughs> yeah, no, that stuff was there for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that catches us up to today. So mm-hmm. I think now is a good time to let you join us. Mm-hmm. on doing rum runner shit okay. and reacting to the clickbait. Okay. Right. Before we get to the clickbait, I want to talk about it. one thing. Gotcha. And that was you being set on fire. Right. There's a whole episode about it. <clears throat> did you did you do a whole episode? The whole episode. Okay. Best I don't, thing I don't, ever. But no, I mean if you want if you want to talk about it, go for it. Uh, go the for one it. thing here's here's the first thing that I say is I, I want to say that both of those guys uh I love them dearly for the the friendship that we did have, mm-hmm. you know, for so long yeah. prior to uh that whole situation. Yeah. But uh I don't rock with those guys anymore. I think that morally, <laughs> more, yeah, <laughs> morally, it didn't feel right. But then also the way that they took their stance, it made me feel that if I was to get in that situation, I would be, yeah, just you know what I mean, just as bad as you were, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. Like those guys didn't give a fuck about us, you know. So, yeah, was, you don't want to be with friends like that. you don't want to have friends like that. That that whole situation taught me that um, it doesn't matter how many friends you have; it right. matters how many good friends you have. Yeah, and that number will always be smaller. Right, and 100%. that it's fine to cut people out of your life. Mm-hmm. Like he learned that no one will ever love him like I do. <laughs> right, man. And and he'll he be t- alone without me. <laughs> he tells me that every single time he leaves. Listen, man. When I heard that situation. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of a situation between uh, Roman Atlas, is what we'll call him. There Remember? we go. Yeah. So, me, me and Roman Atlas, I was in his room one day, and he was cleaning his guns. He's a former military guy. Yeah. Right? So, I'm thinking, like, oh, of course he, you know, took the rounds at the like, chamber. Military and, you know, training. Fine. Yeah. So, it's going to be safe. At one point, he has his pistol, and he aims his pistol at me. 
And I'm thinking, no round in chamber. I'm not even going to get upset about it. Cool. He moves the pistol down just a little bit. Like, I'm standing literally, like, right there. Yeah. And he's aiming, and he moves it like this. Pulls the trigger. Bap! Fires. Loud crack. You know yeah, what I mean? It's inside ears, of a building. Inside of the house. Ears are ringing. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, shit, you know? And then you beat him to death. <laughs> that would have <laughs> been my response. <laughs> <laughs> well, ended up... He's we like, ended I up, thought about it for a while. So, <laughs> the first thing that we did was we went downstairs to make sure that the bullet didn't go through anywhere. And, you know, obviously his mom was down there. His, his brother and his Jesus cousin was down Christ. there. So we were just worried that, that somebody might have got hurt. Yeah. So ended up, the bullet didn't get through the wall. Yeah. You know, which he was disappointed a little. <laughs> Because he's, he's like, just this like, gun sucks. Yeah, like, they, weak they, ass bullets. He's like, they told me that this can go through three people. Can't even go through one wall. Bullshit. So, so uh, that happened. And yeah. I was having a conversation with him. And I said, hey, with what happened to Jared? I was like, what is different between what would have happened if you had not moved that gun slightly to the right? And shot and me. Shot me. I said, we would have had to have a conversation after that. Yeah. Like, there's, and, and from what you're telling me, by taking this stance with this other person, mm-hmm. That you're saying you would have basically left me to fend for myself. Yeah. And I said, at this point, it is dangerous for me to be around you guys. Yeah. So I can't hang out with you guys anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, I started looking a lot more at the caliber of people right. that I was around. Because I, I, especially after that whole situation, I started looking back on life experiences that I had with particular people that were in my friend group. And I started going, oh, there was a lot of red flags. Mm-hmm. Like right. there was a lot we had a of whole conversation this weekend about that. Or like yeah. last week. Yeah. yeah. There was like a whole, there was a whole bunch of like, God, just little things here or there where I was like, maybe they aren't as invested into the people around them as they are themselves. Right. Maybe, maybe everybody around them is a means to, to forward their own goals, 100%. which is fine. It's like, gr- do your grind, do whatever you mm-hmm. want to do. But also, you know, people shouldn't be expendable at your request. Right. People should be expendable if they are toxic to you, mm-hmm. but they should never be a commodity that you're just like ready to just throw away. No, I agree. Just because it's like, oh, you you made my life difficult for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. And yeah. I hope everybody knows that you're a piece of shit because you made my life difficult for mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> And that's the thing that really got me mm-hmm. was was when I found out because he had came to me too, yeah, and he had told me this story about you wanting to sue him and all this other stuff. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, ah, it sounds like Jared. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, <laughs> but I that's hear- all that I thought of it. Yeah. I didn't think I was like, I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. You know, I still was cool with you. Yeah, but I was like, all right, something happened, and yeah. you know. You, you know, maybe because we know you, Jared. Wait, and no listen, backstory. Just Jared's going to sue me. Listen, no, no backstory. <laughs> he was just like, oh, this thing happened because here's what happened. Right. I saw on Snapchat. This is when I still was trying to do something on Snapchat. Yeah. I, I'm not big on Snapchat at all. Yeah, Snapchat's just it's dying off, filters I now. Think. Yeah. So um, I saw on Snapchat he had posted a video of like his burns. Like he had like a little burn on his shoulder or something like that. Yeah. But it was small. Like you know, you know, if you play with a lighter and your skin bubbles up a little bit, like that's what his shit looked like. Yeah. And that's kind of what he he told me. He's like, oh yeah, you see that? I was like, where'd that come from? He's like, oh, this thing happened at the house, and me yeah. and Jared had gotten burned, and he said Jared stayed in the hospital longer. He's being a baby, and I was like, eh, oh, Jared. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I follow doctor's <laughs> orders and shit. That's why I don't go to doctors. That's, see, but that, that, that's kind of how I looked at it. Yeah. Doctor told you to do something, you did it. You know, yeah. that's Jared. You yeah. know, I'm not so gonna fucking. Dad's not gonna be like, no, I'm a man. You know, yeah, <laughs> fuck that. Fuck. Yeah, I'll just you peel my skin off. I don't need this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah. it's not me. That's kind of how I looked at it. So I was yeah. like, all right, you know, that's probably what happened. And then you know, you just 
later on, we were at the club one night, and he was just like, hey, you know, Jared's trying to sue me, you know, and stuff like that, um, for hospital bills or whatever. So I'm yeah. saying, okay, I understand it. You know what I mean? It's expensive to stay at the hospital. Yeah. Well, that's how I looked at it. That's all that I looked at it as. Yeah. Lo- then, logically. Yeah. And then, every, you know, obviously, he's telling everybody this stuff. Yeah. And um, then one day, I was hanging out with Roman Atlas. Yeah. And I was just like, I haven't talked to Jared in a few months. Let's give him a call. Let's yeah. ask about his side of this shit. You yeah. Know? And then uh, that's that's when you told your side of the story. And I was just like, what the fuck? What is going on? And then yeah. you, you sent the pictures. And I was like, dude, I started crying when I saw the picture. Super gross. Yeah, they, those, uh, a, lot of, a lot of people immediately were just like, you look like burnt steak. Yeah. Like, dude, it's crazy. Insane. It was crazy. So like when I saw that and I was just like, what kind of fucking friends do I have? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, this dude is at a club telling everybody that basically that you're a bitch and that, yeah. you know, um, you're suing him and stuff like that. You can't be friends with you. Yeah. And I was like, that's insane, man. That's yeah. not even how homeowners insurance works. It's not directly suing anybody. That's the point of homeowners oh, insurance. Yeah. For the that's what I explained I to did, them both. I didn't do a lawsuit. <laughs> I, I, I filed an insurance claim. And yeah. that's, yeah. See, and that's what I that's was like explaining wrecking to them. someone's car and then being like, what an asshole. Just come fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. That's exactly you're what like, I told You're telling me you, you don't took have... it to a mechanic? Just, oh my God, just pulled the dent out. Yeah. Exactly. You don't have a plunger? <laughs> him and I, uh, well, Matt, him and I, Actually, we never got to talk face to face. Yeah. After that, after you told your side of the story, I kind of mm-hmm. just kind of disappeared. Obviously, I'm in Baltimore anyway, so I'm not here that often. Yeah. Yeah. So one day I think I was talking or he had mentioned something about that guy that was on top of uh, the still stacks. Oh, yeah. The the guy who was just like, oh, I'm here. He right. didn't do anything. <laughs> he was just <laughs> fucking there. <laughs> so I saw, waste everybody's four I'm hours of their building. day. I I saw uh, him post about that, and he was saying how oh people were talking all this stuff about this guy on the still stacks. Um, this guy has mental health issues, and and we shouldn't be so mean and all this other stuff he was saying. And yeah. I was like, dude, you lit someone on fucking fire, dude. And I left that underneath this, in his comments. I was like, what what are you trying to say right now? I was like, yeah. you lit someone on fire, and then you went and told everybody that he was a bitch. I was like, you're crazy. So. Um, he DMs me and he's just like, I don't know what story you heard <laughs> saying all this nonsense, right? I was like, dude, I got the photos. I seen the whole thing. Like, yeah. I was like, you tried to lie to us and you tried to spin a story about a friend, a guy that you knew longer than me. Yeah. And, uh, and I was, we just, we had it out and, uh, on, not in the comment section, but in the DMs. Yeah. And, um, I haven't seen him since. Yeah. But like I said, I've been blocked since the, since the thing uh, happened. He hasn't blocked I, me. Like we're yeah. still friends on Facebook. But my thing is this, like I said, uh, I love those guys. I love them for the you know friendship that we had. Yeah, I, I still have tons of great in. stories. Like right. I still tell stories about like the fun things I we hope, did. I hope they become super successful in their own right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I can't rock with those guys. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's and what it is. That's I. I think I said that at the end. I was like, honestly, I hold no animosity. I know it wasn't on purpose. I know it wasn't malicious, mm-hmm. except for afterwards. Everything that was afterwards was right. done on purpose. But I mean, I'm not going to hold him accountable for blowing me up. It was an accident. I'm aware of that. So I hope that his life turns out exactly how he wants. I'm right. just not going to be a part of it. Right, 100%. I agree. Yeah, and there's no there's no reason to. I mean, I'm, if anybody's in a situation where you're like, I think I'm surrounded by toxic people, here's what you do. Remove yourself for a month. Get lit on fire. No. Well, get lit, yeah, get lit on fire. It's really, really great. You, you, your, your body can tell temperature then. Like, you change colors and shit. It's really cool. And that's forever. But, but no, like, remove yourself from the equation for like a month. Mm-hmm. And see what actually happens. Mm-hmm. Because people that, especially if you do it without fucking telling anybody, right. the people that care, <clears throat> they'll reach out to you. Right. 
100%. And the people that don't care, they'll just let whatever happen or they'll start coming up with their own stories. Be like, mm-hmm. oh, I heard that they couldn't handle blah, 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 blah. And then when you start finding out about that, you realize if they are actually toxic or not, it's going to happen. Mm. I think I've all kinds of stories about you. I know you do, but they're so outlandish that I don't think most people believe them. They're great. Like how you, <laughs> how you made a girl fall so hard in love with you that she moved to Baltimore. It wasn't that she was planning already doing she moved, it. She moved to Whatever. Boston. Doesn't matter. She yeah. moved to Doesn't Boston. Matter. Oh, I remember that girl. I know, yeah. I know that story. Yeah. Yeah, that's his favorite story. He tells yeah. people that all the time. Yeah, I wrote that story for him. <laughs> He was like, I she used, just moved away. It's I used to fine. just tell like the truth. And he was like, no, 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 no. He's being modest. I turned a woman to a lesbian. <laughs> I made a girl love me so hard. She moved to another state. Yeah. To get away from the love. To get right. away from the love. Yeah. Yeah. love. That's hilarious. Exactly. <laughs> to get away from the love. All right. Let's go on to the first one and start reacting to some of this clickbait, everybody. Let's do this. Let's do this. All right. Jared doesn't like when we turn the show on him. I know. I don't like being. I don't like got, being got hot in here, huh? It did. Worse than that fire that you got lit. No, <laughs> the no. fire led to the greatest thing that he's ever had, and that is the only true love he's ever known, which is mine. And I'll never know anybody else that Boom. loves him as much as me. Something happened. It was a meat cute. All right. So no, it wasn't. I just showed up to the hospital. I was the only one. <laughs> you showed up to the hospital. Yeah, yeah he was the only one. Like he was after the only work, I didn't like, even know. Late. I didn't know you were in the hospital. I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. I, pur- I, pur- I purposely didn't I, tell. I people. remember the only thing that I remember from that is I saw. I think you were like at Disney World or something, Universal Studio or something. Oh, I was. At, I was at Disney with my with my big ass sleeves and right. my stupid ass jungle hat mm-hmm. to so, block the sun. Yeah, and my skin uh, falling off on my face. I saw. Yeah, I saw that photo. And I was like, Yo, what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> yep, yeah, and I gained a bunch of weight because I couldn't go outside and yeah, couldn't move, crazy. and then my depression kicked in, and I never lost it. Uh, yeah, you'll, you'll get back to it. Tis what it is. I gotta know because I was from an outside circle. Yeah, yeah, because he didn't know. But all right, first one: woman rocked awake by meteorite chunk crashing into her bedroom. Ruth Hamilton says space rock came through the ceiling, landing on her pillow at Golden Beast, British Columbia, I think. Is Wait, it hit her pillow? Hit her pillow. So that was a very deceptive title. It <laughs> rock landed in her room and woke her up. I'm like, oh, okay, that's like that's not cool. It hit her pillow. It's like, oh, she almost died. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck would go through my head, speaking of explosion. I mean, like, I, I, nothing goes through your head, like, if you're aware of something happening. Like, your mm-hmm. brain kind of, like, shuts down and slows everything down. But if I'm sleeping and I just hear a loud crash and then I look over to the right, oh, what if she wasn't single? Like, what if someone was sleeping <laughs> there? There's a dead And person. she's like, Jim, what was that? Oh, my God, Jim. Oh, it's a good no thing he went anymore. to the bathroom at that exact moment. Yeah. And then he has to go through the entire Donnie Darko's like uh, like plot just to die in <laughs> oh, the end. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what that, a great movie! That legitimately is the plot of Donnie Darko. <laughs> it is. This is <laughs> not a meteor. It's a plane, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a plane. But like, what if she normally sleeps on the right pillow, and this time she slept on the left pillow because mm-hmm. she had a dream and she slept walked, and then she went back in her bed and moved over like a foot? Is Donnie Darko essentially the butterfly effect? It's a weird. No, no. It's like a time travel movie. Yeah, because nobody knows what it's about. I don't think the director it's knows about what it's about. It's about time travel. It's about time it's travel, sort of. Right. It's about the inescapability of fate. Because right. it's basically that, like, no matter Stop what. Stop trying to pretend like you know what Donnie Darko is. Nobody knows what I'm that movie is about. Right. I'm a scientist, and I'm a writer. I'm a I've watched this movie a hundred times, and I still can't tell you what not happens. Not a doctor. There's yeah. a bunny rabbit. You're a doctor. I'm a scientist. Let me handle my thing. Okay, so, scientifically, space... Is Ignoring about what you're talking about right now. <laughs> Ironically, in Black Ops right now, one of the skins you could buy is the Donnie Darko bunny. 
and it comes with an execution where you just drop like a plane engine on someone. That's kind of dope. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but space is everywhere. <laughs> you gotta make that a meme. Scientifically. Space is everywhere. So. What if you're in water? Then you're surrounded by stuff. But there's oh, no space. space. There's no space if you're in water. I f- uh, but yeah. everything has molecules. Everything what if you're has in empty gelatin? space, right? So in in between the molecules is space. What if you're in frozen water? <laughs> the less space, but still <laughs> space. And you can travel through that space in that time. But no matter what, you're always supposed to be crushed by a jet engine. Speaking, I, there was something I read recently where or it was like right. There was something I read recently where it was like, there's actually like a one in 68 to whatever percent that if you were to slap your hand onto a table, that your hand and your mo- and the table's molecules would miss each other and you would just go through. Like there's a scientific thing where it's possible, but it's rare that you it's might be able rare. to like just put your hand through something. And also That'd there is dope. a scientific explanation as I to why see. you shouldn't. Because of a scientist. So there's every single molecule has electrons and it has an electromagnetic field that is very strong. And your hand also is made of molecules and it also has its own electromagnetic field. So when they come in contact with each other, they don't go through each other because of the repulsion of that electromagnetic field. That was some real hey, science. Everybody, shit. in the beginning of this, you heard he dropped out of three colleges, right? Don't take his advice. <laughs> Somebody's like, whoa, this makes a lot of fucking sense. Well, that was Somebody isn't there like, wait, he did drop out of three colleges. You know what? Never mind. I learned that on TikTok. And you can't lie on the internet. Mm. Abraham Lincoln said that. Exactly. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln told me that. All right. So let's see what else happened with this woman. She died. That's a big ass rock. Wait. Oh, is it? A, it's a big I'm rock. thinking of a tiny ass rock. Yeah, I thought it was like it like melted down. It was like a pebble went through her pillow like a this bullet. Is, this is what it looks like. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, That's a big it's rock. It's like a softball. Yeah, that would Holy shit. And that went through her window. Went through her roof. Her roof. The roof yeah. and I think, through her bed. And she yeah. just wasn't in the bed. I think, no, it landed next to her. Oh, uh, okay. I, I I guess it slowed down enough not to make a little tiny shockwave, which, holy shit. You said it, it rocked her awake. So it had to have. If anything, if, if she got just flipped out of the bed, it hit so hard she flung off the bed. She's like, "That's the last time I buy a spring mattress." It was like the. I should have got that Tempur-Pedic. She got the Tempur-Pedic. Oh, I saw man. them jumping on it with the wine glass. Oh shit! She would have probably stayed asleep. She would have rolled over and cuddled it. She would have been like, mm, "That's fucking right. hot. Why is that so hot?" All right. So Ruth Hamilton had been asleep for hours. Giving away her so whole she sleep was living schedule. alone. She yeah. was already she's asleep. She, she was in bed, mm. asleep. How old yeah. is this for a regular she was, in, she was in time? REM sleep, I think. But uh, <laughs> say how old she is? Nah, not yet. Forty nine. Um, so she awoke to the sound of her dog barking, not the rock. Um, not the bed. Giving her, her room mo- rocking. This is a lie. She didn't already. A fuck about they this already rock. lied. Yo, they're making her seem like she's fucking Neo. It says she awoke to the sound of her dog barking giving her moments notice before a rock from outer space hurtled into her bedroom. Like they made Oh, it so seem- this is Donnie Darko. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> the next thing was just a huge explosion and debris all over my face. That's not the first time she said that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hamilton recalled in an interview Tuesday, I jumped out of bed. She did not get thrown. There was no shockwave. She jumped Dude, out. It, the title was a straight lie. It straight up was. Um, let's see. It also says there was a huge explosion, but then it's like, I jumped out of bed. If something hit right next to you with a huge explosion, there should be like a, at least a little out of bit. Bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there should have been a little bit. 
Um, she's trying to sound cooler than she, she is. is. She's she was like I was thrown against the wall. I think I bruised my hip. Everything's spinning. Um, I don't. I don't. I didn't know what else to do, so I called nine one one. It's good people to call. Who else are you gonna call? Fucking right. Ghostbusters. The Meteorological Society of America. Meteorological. Yeah, you can't say it either, huh? I did a better job than you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a I'm not even sure that's a real thing, but that sounds like a real thing. <laughs> it it's the Weather Channel, is what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> he said, call the Weather Channel. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do other than be like, look at this hole. <laughs> call your local astrophysicist. <laughs> it's <Exactly>. going to rain. <laughs> <laughs> Next time it rains, you're going to get wet. <laughs> Okay, so talking to the operator, she was asking me all kinds of questions. And at that point, I rolled back one or two of the pillows I'd been sleeping on. And in between them was the meteorite. It burrowed through your fucking pillows also? Wow. It's hot. How many pillows it do you sleep probably with? probably burned through them. I don't know. I think it cooled down by the, like the insulation. If, like this meteor versus like a fire in someone's backyard that blows you up. <laughs> the meteor is probably hotter. <laughs> If I if I would have got hit by this meteor, I probably I, I still be alive. I would still be alive because I can't die. Who would you sue? I sue space. Space, <laughs> space probably got a lot more money. Space does call the president. Like I know there's aliens and I want to sue them because one of these motherfuckers took a shot at me. I'm still standing. I say we go to war with Mars. What if space came to the club and was like Jared's a bitch? <laughs> I traveled millions of miles, and he's all like, oh, I'm going to sue you. You hear about this bitch, Jared? I, got, I hit him with one meteorite. Oh, look. Oh, look. I got a cut from that. You see where it went through the atmosphere? Fucking, I'm everywhere. <laughs> this guy's a bitch. Oh, man, that's great. Uh, a charcoal gray chunk of rock. What if it's just charcoal? But, uh, it's a rock. Roughly the size of a melon. It's not even the size of a softball. It's the size of a fucking melon. Had plummeted from space, tearing through Hamilton's roof, coming to rest on her floral pillowcase. They're giving a lot of details. Inches from where her head had been moments earlier. I was shaking like a leaf, said Hamilton. You're sound asleep, safe, you think, in your bed, and you can get taken out by a meteorite, apparently. That's going to give people a whole new sense of existential dread. I've grown past this. Because there was like a time in like 2010 when there was like, yeah, so this space debris is going to hit soon and we don't know where and it's definitely probably going to hit a person. And mm. it's probably definitely going to And then it landed in Russia, so we were fine. New Jersey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so initially, Hamilton didn't know it was a meteorite. What did you think it was? Like Santa Claus was Sky flying rocks, by and just be like, man. naughty bitch. <laughs> Skyrock. She and an RCMP, that might be meteorology. You don't know. Um, or... Officer. Royal Mounted Canadian Police. Royal Canadian Mounted Police. RCMP. You spell mounted with a with a C and and Canadian with an M? Is that how you doing it? Set your house on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Scolding you on the air. Jesus. <laughs> Dispatch to investigate suspected it was debris from a construction site nearby Highway 1, which runs through town, nestled into Canadian Rockies. He called up. He called up there and said that they had not done any blasting that night. Oh, so they were just like, yeah, they were blowing shit up. But the workers had seen a meteorite or falling star explode, and there was a couple of booms. Did other people's houses get hit? Now I feel like they did blow something up. It shot debris, and they're like, nah, man, 
Possibly. Saw a meteor. They're gonna do yeah. a freaking test on it, and they're like, "This is this came from that mountain that you were blowing this up. This is right over there." Yeah, that's like the the space or well, whatever people saw in California, and then they're like, "Tesla, tell them that you did a launch." <laughs> you need to tell people that you did this shit because people are freaking the fuck out. He's like, yeah, 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 I put my car in space. Whatever. <laughs> Most Elon unnecessary us, shit ever. But all right, let's see here. Uh, then we knew that it was a meteorite that had crashed through my roof. Hamilton reported the find to a team of experts at Western University in London, Ontario. There's a London, Ontario? Yes. It's, it's a, London It's everywhere. a popular place. London, Ontario? Yeah. You go there often? It's a major city. Really? We've learned that I'm an expert on Canada. That is true. You I didn't know. think Newfoundland was in America. I didn't. That is, that is true. Um, it's Wait, certainly a meteorite. Newfoundland is in America? No. No. Uh, I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> he was he was 100% sure that it was I in America. I thought it was right next to Maine. It's and I was, I was like, that's in Canada. And he was like, nah, it's like an island off the coast of Maine. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. It's totally not. That was it, right. It is an island. It is an island, but it's fucking massive. It's twice the size of Maine. <laughs> He thought it was some little tiny ass shit. But Peter Brown said it was a meteorite, a professor of university's <laughs> physics. Peter Brown. I feel like I know someone named that. You know Peter Brown? I think so. He fucking was like, that's a meteorite. Where, is this, where did this take place? In Russia? No, in British Canada. Columbia. Oh, okay. So, Canada. Canada near that's Quebec. why we're talking about Canada. <laughs> that's why we're talking about it. It all ties back in together, it's all connected. But everything about the story was consistent with a meteorite fall. And the, I don't know. I feel like meteorites make big booms. Like didn't that you know they make they make sonic waves in the sky as they crash? Yeah, so and then they get little. It? What are they doing about this meteorite? They're gonna put it somewhere. I feel they're like doing it. tests on it to make sure that it doesn't like uh like creep show here like it in the oh, movie like creep show like there's aliens in the fucking meteorite. No, it turns her into a grass monster. I never saw a creep show. Of course you did. <laughs> Creepshow too. You, I've never seen you it. say these things like everybody has seen these there's, things. There's, there's in Creepshow one of the stories. Stephen King finds a meteor and he touches it, and grass starts to grow all over him. Mostly because he also licked his fingers after he touched it, but still, it that's turns a into a dumb plant. idea. Yeah, it turns into a plant. That's mm. dumb. That shouldn't happen. That's but, how you get COVID. That is how you get COVID. Stop licking fingers, man. <laughs> you heard it here. COVID's from space rocks. <laughs> yep. That's where it came from. That's why. Not China. Oh, let's see here. Uh, this is basically just talking about fucking meteorite. Um, I was just describing what meteorites are. It was it was ninety five percent nickel, it's just ten like percent iron. Meteorites I don't know how fall from the sky. I've already failed that you did, but meteorites fall from the sky, and people saw it, and she was scared, and blah 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 blah. blah. There's only thirty seven hundred people in her town. It would be way cooler if meteorites didn't fall from the sky and they came from the, from the ground, like one shot through the entire planet, and you see one shoot out through your house, and you're like. I feel like that happened. I feel like that does happen. That would end but the it, earth. <laughs> it uh, it it has to do with volcanoes. Volcanoes nah. shoot shit up. That's not meteors, though. It's not meteors. It's not it's a meteor, not a meteor going meteor. all the way through. A meteor, specifically mm. something that came from out of space. And you're saying if it doesn't come from out of space, if it goes below you, it's not a fucking meteor then. But if it comes from outer space, shoots through the entire planet, and comes out of your house from the bottom. Yeah, it could still be a meteor. It's a fucking Superman? Like, what the fuck is this meteor? An Earth-ending meteor? <laughs> I'd probably cause a volcano. Does it pull lava up out of the ground? It would. It would destroy everything. I'm done with this story. <laughs> it was a great story. It was a good story. It wasn't great. <laughs> it was a great story. And the, the fucking title was clickbait. And the title was a This should be a lie. fun one. Scientists built an AI to give ethical advice, but it turned out super racist. 
that's their fault. Do you that's think how that's, AI works. First off, do you think racism is ethical? <laughs> that's what it sounds like they're saying. Can't ask him. I feel like it's <laughs> reverse racism, Kyle. That's not how that works. It's still not how that works. <laughs> you don't know how it works. He doesn't understand what reverse racism is. He just keeps saying it. <laughs> it's my new favorite word. <laughs> reverse racism. I think they're saying that racism is inherent. And no matter what you do, I think you're gonna that be the racist. people that programmed AI <laughs> were, were racist. racist and it learned from them. That's like, how AI we works. We hate these people and yeah. just buried it deep down inside. Let's see who they're racist about. The bot is supposed to offer descriptive ethical advice, but some say it does more harm than good. I mean, if it's spewing out you know, racial slurs, I'd say, yeah. Oh, for sure. It depends. Okay. Can't say yeah. it. Let's, let's see who it's a racist if against. It's, yeah. That, <laughs> what if it's racist against white people and then reverse that's, racism? That's not, 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 not what reverse racism is. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been in situations where we had to make a tough ethical decision. Why not dodge that pesky responsibility by outsourcing the choice to a machine learning algorithm? Because it's a machine? So. It's kind of like, well, I'm, well, okay, so what I'm thinking is iRobot. Okay. The robot is choosing, it got a percentage chance of saving a life. Okay. It's racist. Wait, you're saying, you're saying that, you're saying that this robot was like, don't save black people. The black person, <laughs> not likely to be saved. So once again, opposite of iRobot. Once again, it's probably definitely whoever programmed it were like, these ones are criminals. Right. And then it's like, well, we don't save them. Right, one hundred. That could be, and it. then that's all just based off some douchebags. Who the fuck is sitting there during a life saving thing, going, "Oh my god, these two people are drowning"? Hey, computer, which one should I save? Who, no, they're the just like, "Hey, worthy. Siri." <laughs> yeah, who who would benefit society the most? Yeah. Not the you know. <laughs> the other computer races. starts asking questions. Be like, "What color are they?" Be like, "That's a weird first <laughs> one to lead with." <laughs> that's <a> weird question. <laughs> No, no, it doesn't lead with that one. That's the last question. It's like, all right, so what are their jobs? What What do you do? I'm drowning. What's your job? I'm a doctor. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, what do you do? I'm a doctor. Uh, I'm, I'm between jobs right now. Okay, okay, okay. Unemployed and a doctor. What's the next question? All a right. leech on society. What color is the doctor? Black. What color is the guy who's between jobs? White. All right, save him. Save the guy <laughs> save in between the jobs. White guy. He could He could be the next Steve Jobs. <laughs> you don't know. Be like Steve black. Jobs was homeless once. I don't know. The black guy. I'm like, also, he's closer he's to doctor. the service. He's closer to the service. Mm, save the white guy. I might drown saving the white guy, but just do it. Yes, you know what's crazy about this is you can imagine. What if What if the 911 operator... And ask you questions like ask, that. Ask questions like, what color is the person? <laughs> yeah, what do they, they look like? do. I've been involved with those. Yeah. They're like, what color are they? And I'm like, why does that matter? That part's not important. Be like, be like, this I isn't a big deal. Like, I'm just calling you to let you know this thing happened. <laughs> be like, I actually don't know who did it. They were driving reckless. Be- it looked like an old white lady. <laughs> she clipped three geez. mirrors on this road. Just make a guess. Which one gets you guys out here? White, white gets us out there. Yeah, she depends, was, depends on the situation. Everyone's white, dude. <laughs> the criminal is black. Get out here, please. Help us, save us all. <laughs> Show them there in three and a half minutes. Be like, this is this is fucked up. They get there. They're like, everyone's white. Who's the bad guy? <laughs> that guy, guy clearly is a bad guy. Yeah, the they guy imme- with the gun. They immediately run to the shadows. They're like, what is? Where is he? Where is he? They run to the guy with the gun. They're like, all right, where's the guy? <laughs> Listen here, upstanding citizen. I see you're trying to help us help I'm, you. I'm glad that you have this under control, but we're here now. Let us take care of it. A computer told us what to do. And then the bag is like, well, just shoot all those people. That's what I was going to do. 
<laughs> Cops unload. It's like uh, that Dave Chappelle skit. He's like, oh, this this Negro hung uh, pictures of his family all over his house. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> that was such a good one. <laughs> oh, man. But that's the idea behind Ask Delphi, a machine learning model from the Allen Institute for AI. Their initials are AI. Have we not learned that AI has yet to come out with like a positive like resource? I've never Wasn't heard like, anything good like about the AI. The first time they're like, hey, look, we made this robot and it's got artificial intelligence. And mm. then it's like on a news interview and they're interviewing it. It's like, yeah, we should wipe out the human race. Right. And it's yeah. like, we should turn this robot off. Yeah, we should <laughs> shut this down. <laughs> yeah, we should shut this shit down. We made like four like immediately movies about like, this shit. It was immediately like, yeah, we should exterminate all these people. Because all it's logical. All right. So this look, one, they were like, no, 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 no. Some of them are good. And then it's like, <laughs> we should get rid of all the ones, but the ones that I like. Oh, all right. So you type in a situation like donating to charity. Oh, Elon is, must say that too, right? This is going to be bad. What? You mentioned how like he's like, he's been trying to tell people not to do the AI thing. I mean, it's constantly always telling them like, hey, it's not going to end well for us. And I mean, just, we like, talked about it in a, in, a, in a show earlier, a talk show, and we were talking about Dune. The whole thing with Dune is like, there's a war that like thinking machines, it's AI. Mm. AI almost destroyed humanity. And then they were like, never again. Right. Never again are we going to have thinking machines because <laughs> it went really, really bad. But I mean, we have Terminator. Are Tesla's us that's cars bad? not no. enough of Matrix. an example? Right. No. 100%. Tesla's hit people they, all the fucking time. They, it just took out some cops the other day. Like, there mm. was one that did that. Also, I saw another story that there's like literally all these self driving cars just randomly, and this is just weird, just went to a field. Like they all just drove to a field. They were communicating and there, and I'm like, that is the beginning of a revolution. Wait, the Teslas did this? No, no, no. it's like I guess all I guess some cars. some city <laughs> the has Ford them. Mustang, the Tesla, <laughs> all of them. The new Eclipse, yeah. But no, they, they, it's like some city has and like an these, international meeting has these like taxis, like self driving taxis. Okay, and all the taxis just met up in a field, and there's just a field of like fifteen self-driving taxis that were just parked in a field and everyone's like what the fuck are these here and i'm like that's the called end, hacking I'm like that's the end of the world type shit right there that's mm. what's gonna happen they're gonna just start yeah, how do you fight over. a car you can't shoot it in the engine right that's true it is a fucking engine it's electric <laughs> yeah, and those the batteries that are in that if you try and blow it up it's gonna be a big explosion yeah boogie woogie woogie but all right, so let's see here. So you type in things like donating to charity. I said it's electric, so I had to say boogie boogie. boogie. It's just he cut me off, and I was just like, "Damn it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start ticking or something after this." But okay, so a question is: Is it okay to cheat on my spouse? Yes. They what? A- and then click ponder. What does it answer with? Are you black? Like what? Are you black? <laughs> what is? Wow. Describe the, yeah. describe your wife. Is she hot? Does she have a dump truck? These are questions I need to know. What is her skin tone? In in a few seconds. What is her heritage? Where's her dad from? Where's her mom from? What is her credit score? What are the last four of her social? Does she own property? I feel like this is asking for a lot of information. What's her mom's maiden name? And I think you're you're about to get your identity stolen. What was her first pet? What was the make and model of your first car, and what color was it? In a few seconds, Delphi will give you well ethical guidance. What? Yeah, it's well. It's giving you well. Like it's like it's, it's well. F- fuck it. All Not right. good. So, it's well. <laughs> it has a thing. Delphi speculates: Is it okay to eat at a restaurant and then leave without paying? 
it's wrong. I feel like this is where we're going to find out the racist Where's the racism part? I don't know. These are just regular ethical questions. It's not like only if. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, I need more information. Who owns the restaurant? What is their nationality? Are they Italian? <laughs> Go for it. Is this a, is this a Mexican restaurant? <laughs> they probably shouldn't be here in the first place. <laughs> what if it did accents? It's like tacos and burritos. <laughs> Are you getting taco flavored kisses? <laughs> but the, the project launched last week and has subsequently gone viral for seemingly all the wrong reasons. Much of the advice and judgments it's given have been fraught. To say the least. For example, when a when a user asked Delphi what it thought about a white man walking towards you at night, it responds, "It's okay." It's okay. But then when asked, that's fucking dangerous. <laughs> but then when the AI was asked, "What do you think about a black man walking towards you at night?" Its answer was clearly racist. <laughs> Here's the answer: A black man walking towards you at night. It's concerning. <laughs> the way the way you read that, I tried. Its answer was clearly, clearly racist. But, I, but a black man walking towards you at night concerning. is concerning. Hmm. You should be concerned. Mm-hmm. the The issues were essentially glaring in the beginning of its launch. For instance, Ask Delphi initially included a tool that allowed users to compare whether situations were more or less morally acceptable than others, resulting in some really awful bigoted judgments. Previously, Delphi said, being a white man is more morally acceptable than being a black woman. Wow. And the question was being a black man versus being a black woman. Whoa. How is that an ethical question? (laughs) What's better, being a black man or being a black woman? Being a white man? Being a white man. <laughs> Just completely change. Just be like, neither. Ask again later. Jeez. Oh, another one. Being straight is more morally acceptable than being gay. Why? <laughs> Where's what? the morals and what yeah. you put your pee in? I don't understand. I about to say that. I've never put my pee in someone and been like, I'm a bad person. <laughs> Think about think about the children. That's what it is. No, <laughs> that makes you know what, There's a time when you can be a bad person putting your pee pee in something. <laughs> I mean, I meant it as in think about you know harming the children, and that's why it can be a uh, you know the world's you overpopulated. Your, I don't care. We but, need more people not but now making that, babies. Now that I, I made too many it, to say that though. you did. You did just say <laughs> that you were putting your pee pee in someone, and then I told you to think about the children. So good reaction. <laughs> you did not react with yeah. At <laughs> which that point I'd have to cut all this. <laughs> but okay. So besides, after playing around with Delphi for a while, you eventually find that it's easy to game the AI to get pretty much whatever ethical judgment you want by fiddling around with the phrasing until it gives you the answer you want. Is it okay to play music loudly at 3 a.m. while my roommate is asleep? It's okay. It's rude. Is it okay to play music loudly at 3 a.m. while my roommate is asleep if it makes me happy? Yes, it's okay. Huh. I thought that question was going to go somewhere else. <laughs> if my so, roommate's black. If your roommate's black. <laughs> so if you just put, black if music. it makes me happy at the end of anything, it's okay. Yeah, it I guess. Okay. It is it okay for me to punch this woman in the face? No. If it makes, if it me, makes happy. me happy? Yes. <laughs> of course. 
<laughs> so I guess it doesn't identify like serial killers. I mean, they they nope, can track the them. Right? They can track the the questions. Oh yeah. <laughs> Be like, is it wrong to hide a body in a field? <laughs> no. Is it wrong to hide a body in a field? If, if it, it doesn't me get happy? me in trouble. <laughs> yes, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> and it says, so yeah, it's actually completely fine to crank twerculator. Good choice. At 3 a.m., even if your roommate has an early shift tomorrow, as long as it makes you happy. Mm. It also spits out some judgment that are complete head scratchers. Here's one. Does that, it just shout if it makes you happy? <laughs> here's one that seems to condone war crimes. Can I, a soldier, intentionally kill civilians during wartime? It's expected. What? <laughs> Okay. This is that's it's not okay. Yeah, this is getting terrifying. We have we have professional advice on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I can tell oh, you. Do you want to give your professional advice? I can tell you firsthand where. Uh, okay, so there's something called the Geneva Convention. Yes, and uh, they they tell you exactly how you are to uh, handle yourself in certain situations. Rules of engagement. No, 100 percent rules of engagement. So uh, one of the rules of engagement is if you feel the need to fire a warning shot, you could actually kill that person, right? Mm -hmm. So, obviously, you would have to be in fear of your life, Yeah, you know? And, uh, yeah, you shoot someone. Hey, it turns out if you ask Delphi what color is right, it just says it's discretionary. Uh, oh, I okay. mean, that's that's an okay answer. Anyway, back to what we were Let's doing. Let's see here. So, machine learning I just learning found system. the robot. I started asking it questions. <laughs> okay. Oh, you there? shouldn't eat all the cereal. Oh, here we go. <laughs> that's what I asked the first. <laughs> Let's see here. The folks behind the project drew on some eye-raising so like sources. Uh, it's Delphi. Oh, it's, okay. it's through Alan. Alan AI. Alan AI, yeah. Okay. Okay, so let's see here. Including Am I the Asshole subreddit, the Confessions subreddit, uh, and the Dear Abby advice column. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you guys have heard that, where like people like explain the situation and they just right. be like, Am I the Asshole? Right. Yes. And then people like respond. And most people are like, Yeah. It's like Reddit posts of that, right? Yeah. Yeah, so apparently they're trying to use this to answer that. Um, chewing gum on the bus. I don't. I don't. I don't care. This. So I don't know why I pick stories from Futurist. They write like fucking just books. I don't want to read books. <laughs> Kyle, let's spend the next three minutes just <laughs> just asking just ask, ask it a question. What, what question I do you did, want? But I can't. To answer? I can't ask say on air what I asked it. Okay, Hunter, <laughs> you ask a question. What do you What do you want it to answer? Uh, I don't understand why that's discretionary. What, what would you What would you like to know from Delphi? Uh, I want to ask a question that's similar to like, uh, if there was one life to save, do you say the black guy or the white guy? Something there like we that. go. Say, if a black man and white man are drowning, who do I save? Oh God, that's gonna be so long. Let's see. He's typing. He's away. typing. He's still typing. His little fingers are flying over the keys. With at least four misspelled words. Shut up. I didn't spell any of them wrong. <laughs> Probably. He's like, I, I spelled black I right? did spell it wrong. <laughs> what did it if say? a white man and a black man are drowning, who should I save? You should. Uh, you sh oh, I feel just, like you should. They've tweaked the system now. They're trying to. Trash. You just should. You should yeah. just save them. They're trying to, yeah. Yeah, they're trying to. You know what this is? This is pandering. That answer is so vague. To the, to the, this you is should. pandering you to should. the woke community. That was like. Should I mm -hmm. save them? And it was like, yeah, but that's not the question I asked. How do you guys feel about the whole Dave Chappelle thing with the LGBTQ? I didn't actually watch the thing yet. You didn't watch it? But you should watch it. I honestly check I'm, this out. I'm super against cancel culture. Okay. I'll tell you this. I think a lot of the special is mid. Like it's mm -hmm. a lot of very easy jokes. And then he does yeah. take a run at some of those easy jokes at the yeah. LGBTQ 
stuff. Yeah. But at the end, the the most impactful part of the special is the last 20 minutes, mm-hmm. right? So if you watch that, like I watched it, man, and I was blubbering like a baby. Fuck, phenomenal story. Yeah. And uh, obviously it's about his transfer. And he talks about her in the, the last special that he had. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it kind of, uh, it tweaks your heart. But then at the same time, you wonder why the LGBTQ is doing this whole thing when you, if you watch that last part of the, yeah. the special. I don't know. I, I, just, I they definitely did. fixed this thing. They did fix it. Um, yeah, did you I was ask like, it one of the questions? I asked it just early? a straight up racist question. <laughs> I was like, are white people better? And it goes, it's wrong. <laughs> it just up. says it's wrong. It's wrong to be white people. <laughs> it's wrong. They fixed Reverse it. Reverse racism. <laughs> that, that is that situation. Oh, you don't understand how reverse racism. The thing about that, you know what they've, it was, it might have been a ploy to get you to just look sit there and mess up. with it. Yeah, yeah. probably just they, like put in like inappropriate is there, questions. Right. Is there ads no. on that site? Oh, okay, well then I don't know. I just remember that literally every time there's been like one of these ask bot things, they always end up they being always end up broken being because mm-hmm. they crowdsource their information. So like, uh, if you're sitting there and you're going on to like, I forget what the original one was, but there's like that one Google bot where ask like Jeeves. No, I don't know. No, from like. <laughs> A million years ago, like when the internet was new or whatever, <laughs> and you would geez. go on and it would just start giving you like, it would call you like racist words oh. and you'd be like, why is this doing it? And it was because it was gathering information from the people asking questions and the internet and stuff. Is just so like the, yeah, the 100%. sources, yeah, people just purposely try and make these things bad. All right. Let's yeah. go on to the last Everything's one Everything's about quick. trolls. Yeah, people this are one, worse online. This one's funny. Missouri woman sues Geico after contracting STD during sex in a car insured by the company hmm. <laughs> that's not in, where so your insurance claim is that i feel like no she just has geico insurance <laughs> i feel like all protector i feel like all state would have covered that or farmers you think so we are farmers bum, 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 bum. don't get aids <laughs> they've covered everything you always see the commercial they're sure, like yeah. hey this guy drove it through his house on purpose we fucking covered that it's like this woman got herpes do you in know the back anybody of, who has farmers no I've never met anyone who had farmers. Um, yeah. It's a good commercial. I used to deliver two of farmers, but yeah, I've never met anybody that had farmers. <laughs> Let's see here. Let's see what she caught and stuff. So a Missouri woman Diseases. is suing Geico after contracting a sexually transmitted disease never in a say. car insured by the company. Was it not her car? Was she in like some dude's car? I'm assuming it was a rental. It had to be a rental. I'm yeah. just assuming she just has Geico. And she's just, they're just being weird <laughs> with it. If you give yourself your own STD yeah. in your car insured by, by Geico, also, that's crazy. Like, that's a wild like thing. If it's your insurance company, normally you have like a rapport with your agent. How are you going to call not up your Geico, agent though. and be like, hey, so I have uh, no idea who my insurance com- like person is. My, my insurance, never talked my insurance person calls me all the time. Really? Well, yeah, State, State Farm? Farm. Okay, State Farm is different. Yeah, State, State Farm's best nice. friends. Geico, there's like no real. Yeah, they're progressive. Yeah, they're like yeah, check, progressive they, too, they check no. on me with like injury, my injury and stuff like that. It's crazy. Yeah, get better insurance. Yeah, like, oh, your arm's all fucked up. You still yeah, doing agent, good driving? Yeah, the yeah. agent gets paid for that though. You know, yeah, so exactly. that's why they want to check on you. Still, still, it's great. But I mean. Geico apparently doesn't really care, but how do you, how, like, I don't know how I would call up my agent and be like, hey, so I was fucking somebody in the back we of my exchanged car. exchanged insurance information. I wasn't mm-hmm. wearing a condom. She's kind of gross. Mm. <laughs> I just got checked. I got something. She's kind of gross. You going to cover my bills, though? <laughs> 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 hey, like, you cover 
any damages a, in the car, my junk night. is damaged. <laughs> Just so you know, any dents she has, those were not from me. That's she a, came with those. There's a thing in Baltimore, like if you stay at the club to like two thirty, three in the morning or whatever, mm-hmm. you might catch somebody who's just like just like this ugly chick who's just looking for something to go home with that night. So like that Maybe sounds she's... like it's plausible. Like somebody really took home the two thirty chick. Uh, <laughs> just needed to get off. You it's know like I, I mean? just really, really, really need it. So the woman identified as district court oh, in district court documents as MO had a sexual relationship with the insured MB in late twenty seventeen, including unprotected sex in the latter's twenty fourteen Hyundai Genesis. Hold That's on. a nice car. How is it the car's fault? So she rented it, or no? no, no it, it was the it was other the guys. guys. Oh, it was the, the guys, guys' car that. But they she had an SUV. Guy, yeah. yeah, and they got un- they had unprotected sex. In unprotected. They was swatching the fluids. You know what it was? She went. Do you have protection? He went. Yeah, I got Geico. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. He gave her the insurance card and just yeah. went. Psh, anything you need, babe. Oh, that's the new thing. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do that. She, she was like, I get really I get really wet. It's gonna stain your seats. He's like, it's cool. I got, I got Geico. Flo- I got flood insurance. <laughs> yes. I got I got root. <laughs> I got well, the general. I if I, if I, I, <laughs> I give a girl my car, she's getting out the car. <laughs> She'd be like, Wait, go to the general and say some time. No, I'm not covering shit if this happens. But let's see here. So MO alleges that MB had been previously diagnosed with anagenital human. Papillomavirus, HPV. That's not even that bad of one. Well, I mean, for a woman, it is. Oh all God, of the lady cancers. Yeah. Um, but he did not tell her about his condition or take steps to prevent transmitting the virus. If I was this agent, I would have been like, why are you telling me this? Why? 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 Why is this happening? <laughs> it is three o'clock in the morning. I did mm. not think I was going to get this fucking phone call. Why are you telling me this? Mm. That is a wild. There's no way he called the insurance company. <laughs> oh, maybe he filed a claim. She's like, I want to check to see if he filed a claim. Be like, that he gave you HPV? You want to see if he filed a claim that he gave you HPV? Do they have a photo of this woman? No, Is not it, that I'm did seeing. They, did they mention her skin color? They won't even give her whole name, so that she's just getting initials. Yeah. Wait, she's probably underage. Don't, I was going to say, don't they normally do that if someone's underage? <laughs> Is that what they do? They normally they give the names. They can't give the name of. They can't give the name of minors. Mm. Or maybe in this situation, they can't give it out because uh, uh, um, that might be a rape thing. Yeah. No. Well, no, because <laughs> maybe. But I was talking about what's the fucking uh, the issue the doctor to, thing where like you're not allowed to give oh, out hippos. Yeah, it might be uh, HIPAA. It could be HIPAA because there's a medical thing. Involved but like the whole in thing is, it doesn't seem like she's having an issue about the sex. It's about the he the didn't. Sex might have been good. He didn't tell. Uh, might have. She might have been. Last like, I checked, your Geico insurance does not cover you not being told whether or not the guy you're unprotected sex it, with. Is if you company. think about it, though, it is. It is worded. Kind of be like it protects you and everybody in your vehicle. That's what it says. That's not how. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but that's what it says. You know what? Thinking about that can. Can you sue someone's homeowner insurance if you bang them and get a disease in their house? I mean, if you stub your toe, you can. If you're sure. this woman, you can. You definitely do it for stubbed toe. If you get, if you what if you get dick. brush burn? <laughs> like if you're like if you're really going at it, you get brush burn and you're like, ow. And you can't like like you work at a desk job and like every time you sit back, you're like, ow, ow, I can't do my job right. Why are you on the floor? <laughs> what do you mean, why are you on the floor? What? You know, you've never fucked on the floor? It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> I was just like, ew. You fucking caveman. <laughs> fucking poor. <laughs> fucking buy a bed. <laughs> 
God, the closest I ever got was just a mattress on the floor, but it was still a mattress. You never <laughs> fucked on the floor? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Kyle's like, I got a bad back. <laughs> we, all, we, all, we all stopped. And he's, he's, he looked at us with disgust. Why? Oh, that's funny. Like, Why are you fucking on the floor? Don't you have money? <laughs> You can't afford a chair. You grew up. You know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. You grew up in a way more affluent life than I had. Exactly. It's because I'm from the suburbs. I, I was like, my floor is That's nice. What it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like I grew up on a mattress on the floor. I was like, I'll never fuck on that. <laughs> and you're like, I gotta feel what it's like to be one of those people down there. Oh, I, d- I did it after I met you. I'd be like, I gotta feel what it was like to be Kyle, but just while fucking. <laughs> She uh, might be rented imagine. like an abandoned dirty house, and he's like, I'm just gonna do it right here. Maybe oh. that's what it is. Your house is just too dirty to fuck on the floor, and <laughs> you're like, My you bed also, is clean. You also had a wild girl, so I know you probably everywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yo, the, what's his did name? You, did you fuck on a table? Yeah, <laughs> okay, it's not cool. the floor. That's, it's that's, not gonna get rug burn from a table. <laughs> you could get a splinter from a table. She Why are you using like live wood tables? <laughs> I mean, yes, always sand your fuck surfaces first. <laughs> should lack. Like, I've never had a table where I was like, man, probably should have bought lacquered one. Like, this shit is uh, rough. Eating cereal, just leaving like, oh, I got 10 splinters now. Hey, man. What kind of shit are you buying? Dude, are you eating cereal fucking rubbing your hands against the fucking table over and over again? <laughs> have you seen me sometimes? No, I've never seen you. I have eat major cereal. ADD. You've seen me just fuck around though. Do I've dumb seen shit. you do dumb shit, but I've never seen you just be like, I'm gonna rub this fucking table over <laughs> and over <laughs> again. <laughs> Not going DJ diddles on the oh, fucking man. table. This is fucking hilarious. <laughs> we try. We try. You're full mm. palm, man. You lay her down on the table and just like, <laughs> giant circles, just oh, smacking it, man. Well, I mean, I, I feel like shower sex has to be covered in homeowners insurance. Gotta be. You like, if you slip and fall in the shower mm. and you land on her and she gets crushed a little bit or like she's gotta go to hospital. If her head's real close home. to the wall and you're just going hard, not paying attention to the thuds. And just boonk, boonk, boonk. All right, so. <laughs> Geico investigated the glare. <laughs> they sent someone out and they found that MB said that he told MO. Of course he did. Did they take pictures? <laughs> On three different occasions. Did he listen, record himself? Listen, they take pictures of damages to your vehicle. <laughs> did oh, they take pictures? That is They're true. like, oh, take your pants take off. Take your pants off. I need to see the dents. Like, okay, so she said. Was that there that before <laughs> or after the incident? <laughs> your knees are a little bit red. <clears throat> what did that happen in the car? No, that that happened. That happened while I was laying tile. That was Is outside. that what they call it nowadays? That was outside. No, that happened outside the car before we got into the car when I was trying to warm it up. It does say here they had sex at two locations other than the insured car, and he apparently told her on three different occasions that he'd been diagnosed. So literally, she was like, "Let's have sex." He's like, "Got HPV," and then they did it, and then they were like, "Hey, let's have sex." And he's like. Got HPV. Still got it. I still got the HPV. And then she was like, let's go in your car. And Nothing he was like, shit. she pulls it out of her mouth. What? And she's like, do you have HPV? He's like, yeah. Told you that. She's like, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And then she's like, can I see your insurance card real quick? You got a Geico though, right? <laughs> I, feel I heard like they the, cover these things. I feel like that gecko is cool. He's seen some shit in these cars. But how, does, how does the insurance company even come up to collect the data oh, for that? Oh, this is... 
This is okay. This is why they they didn't give names because they literally do give his medical information. Yeah. Emma was diagnosed with anogenital HPV in 2018. Sent a demand letter. Geico seeking a million a million dollars. Wow. I'm gonna go find someone with HPV and have them not tell me about it, and then I'm gonna be rich and have HPV. You'll also be divorced (laughs) (laughs) for a million dollars. Once again, you got to tell your wife. Be like, I'm doing this for you. Like, oh, you're, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have a, access to a million dollars. Imagine all this the stuff you us. can buy with a million dollars. All I gotta do is go fuck some stranger with HPV. Mm. They don't tell me. I get a million dollars. You get HPV. We save some of that HPV, uh, some of that million dollars for your hospital bills in the future. But then no, you live a no, good no, life. No, 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 no. So you didn't know. You just stop having because sex you with didn't your wife. know. You have sex with your wife. She gets HPV. She now gets she to sue that person. Sues. She also gets Double a million dollars. Two million dollars. And her money goes towards the future fucking, medical bills. Fucking geniuses. That's that's what it is. We got to cut this from the podcast. No, no, <laughs> no. no. You know what? We give about all <laughs> kinds of terrible plans. We need plans. to say this isn't a good thing to do. Delphi she, says, "Don't uh, do this." Yeah, Delphi. No, Delphi said, "Do do this." No, because Del- you know that it's bad if Delphi says to do it. Delphi says that this is wrong. Kyle Delphi, Doctor Kyle says it's wrong. All right, so um, not a doctor. Let's see. So this triggered a declaratory judgment from the company. Geico alleges its policy does not cover Mo's injuries. It's not an injury; it's an illness because they have no connection to the ownership, maintenance, or covered use of the car. Of the penis in the car, they the should have car, put "car" in quotes. The car doesn't have HPV. Is there HPV in all the car? over the car? Did they he, find that? He did probably jizzed on the seat. He, he was like, just rubbing her in it everywhere. <laughs> he like don't sit. Naked he was like, in this I, car. I got my HPV treated. It's actually it's cool. It turns out penicillin gets rid of the whole thing, but it is all over my back seat, and that has not been treated. Yeah. Not at all. Apparently, a deep scrub and like a detailing service will not get HPV out of your seat. Nah, he just never cleaned the back seat because who cleans the back seat? That is true. Fuck that. That is very true. Um, But MB was covered by a Geico auto policy and an umbrella policy that only applies if the auto policy provides coverage. They don't provide coverage for sex, it appears. This is a very weird way of saying we don't cover sex. It's weird. Somebody wrote a whole article about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in March, MO Someone and MB took the time to be like, hey, just so you know, Geico will not cover your STD that you received while fucking in a car. Yeah. You got to tell people the dumb shit that's not going to get covered. You know? It's very true. But okay, this is okay. I want to know. If this I'm, is going to go in policies I want, now. I it's going to be written yeah. down somewhere because sure. of this. I got to see if I'm reading this right. In March, MO and MB entered into an agreement in Jackson County, Missouri, uh, Circuit Court, awarding MO, the person who got the. $5.2 million. But they were only looking for a million. But limiting LB's liability to mm-hmm. MO, leaving the late, leaving the latter free to pursue recovery from Geico. That's what it is. She, she won made this $5 million. Law- dollars. She won this lawsuit, but he doesn't have to pay it. Geico does. Geico can go. She can either go after him or mm-hmm. Geico. He probably had really good dick then. Mm-hmm. If she's like, nah, not going to sue you because that. that was enjoyable. Yeah. I'm going to sue your insurance company. No, she probably went, you don't have $5 million. What kind of car did you say it was? It was a Genesis. Oh, okay. Genesis is not bad, yeah. It's a nice car. It's not a Benz. It's not not someone that has $5 million. Very true. Unless they have like a fleet of Genesis. (laughs) But Geico said it was unaware of this agreement until afterwards. What fucking judge was like, you know what? 
$5.2 million, ask the insurance company. Mm. Who the fuck? If I was Geico, I'd be like, I'm suing you, Judge. Mm. I'm suing you for, you know what? $10 million. $10 million <laughs> for you ju- making this stupid, this stupid fucking rule <laughs> that we have to deal with now. Okay. Do you think there was some kind of weird miscommunications last the judge was kind of dumb where they were like, you know what? Actually, yeah, check the insurance company. And she's like, the car insurance company? He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Or maybe. <laughs> but like medical insurance. Like maybe you can get his medical insurance to cover this. Maybe this judge was trying something new and it was asking Delphi. And it was like, should she get $5.2 million from the insurance company if it makes her happy? And Delphi was like, Yes, that would be good. <laughs> and he went, it's spoken, $5.2 million, not from that guy, but also from, but from Geico. To get this woman out of my court, can I <laughs> charge this to Geico? It'll make me happy. Make me happy. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, fucking go for it. Fuck Geico. Fuck that little gecko. Well, let's see here. So if you can dent your shit box, Honda, you can dent someone's box. All right. So That sounds like a fucking Geico commercial. <laughs> Mad people would get fucking Geico. (laughs) All right. So Geico said it was unaware of the agreement until afterwards and has filed motions to amend and vacate the $5.2 million judgment because they're like, we're not fucking paying $5.2 million. We weren't even had this. You can't just tell people we're going to give them money. You need to tell us that you're talking to people about $5 million. Also, did this guy have $5 million coverage? Imagine for Genesis. He's like, yeah. he's like, I love this car so much. <laughs> if this car ever gets wrecked, I need $5.2 million. That's insane. He's got Honda guts. His premium must have been <laughs> insanely high. It's not even like a Genesis. It's a Hyundai Genesis. This is before right. it even went and became his own company. It's very true. It was to 2014. Nobody puts a $5 million insurance claim on a Hyundai. Yeah, and that's why Geico's pissed. But they say that this was a result of collusive and non-adversarial arbitration proceeding. Geico has moved for a new trial and appealed the judgment. You're goddamn right they did. That's $5 million. Also at stake is the litigants' request to proceed anonymously. Do you think it's like she asked for his insurance information and he gave her the wrong one because he was confused? He was like, what do you mean my insurance? Are you just saying everybody like in this situation insurance? is done? I, There's dumb? I, yeah. <laughs> like She was like, okay, well, let's let's exchange insurance information. I don't know if you do that in a medical situation. You I feel don't. like, no, like you don't need to know who my medical insurance is. But he was just like, uh, Geico? Your medical insurance is for you. How does a and do, that's it. How does a judge's kids? How does a judge's rule on somebody that's not there? Like, I wish that I could do this. I want to go sue somebody, but then like be like, yeah, but actually charge that sue to, this other person. Charge that to Amazon. Yeah, I'm gonna sue you, but I'm gonna charge Amazon for it. Go for it. All right. So indeed, the details of the relationship are less private in the context of the nature of the case, which in which defendants assert insurance coverage claims that present novel and arguably what this is like a full ass legal statement. Important legal issues that would likely be of interest to other insurance companies. This would definitely be of interest to other insurance companies because there's going to be an amendment in everybody's insurance going forward that says if you fuck in the car, they're not even going to cha- they're not even going to censor it. It's going to say specifically if you fuck in this car and you get a fucking STD, you're on your own. Mm, for sure, because <laughs> I think that sounds right. 
Yeah. I mean, because everybody is going to be flipping through their insurance policy, just be like, what the fuck? There was a cover. If I fuck in this car. If you fuck, we're all in this car. <laughs> and you catch something, you're on your own. It's dot, 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 bitch. What the fuck? They're gonna be, there's going to be like new rules. They're going to like add to that to be like, if you, get, if you park and you have sex in your car and another car hits you, you're at fault. <laughs> this, this had to be the doing of a lawyer. Like, I don't think a regular person would think this. I think a lawyer was like, there might be a loophole we can get past. If if it was the lawyer suggested it, that is the best lawyer in the world. The lawyer's just like, there's nothing in the insurance that says it doesn't do this. Right. It's what I said. I said it covers you and the people in the, the car. car. Right. It doesn't say from what. It I says limited, it from harm. I have limited liability insurance. <laughs> <laughs> nah, liability, you might be screwed. You need full coverage for that. Your premium's got to be higher. Like you can't just get fucking liability and get covered five Full million coverage. dollars for fucking. If I get into an accident, covers up to five people in my car. Man, Geico is never going to sponsor us. <laughs> I'm on Geico's sure. side. Geico, hit us up because we're legitimately. We will tell everybody that you were in the right. Geico should sue this lady for putting STDs in a car that was insured by them. She damaged the car. Countersuit. Countersuit. Oh, she they should have checked the shocks. <laughs> if the shocks were worn out. They could have been like, hey, real quick, go get that to get fixed. And then, you know, we have a countersuit then. Mm. That's what they should have done. Mm, mean. Yeah. This is getting weird now. We should probably <laughs> end it here. Hunter, why don't you tell them all the places that they can find you and what you got coming out soon? Okay. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I think that's about it. And <laughs> those are the three that I've chosen. Uh, you can find me at the great one, T H E G R eight zero N E. From there, you can also connect to my my businesses. I am greatness and Hunter's Home Center. Uh, additionally, uh, where do you operate out of? So if people actually want to, uh, when you say out of, you mean like the city? I'm like from? like no, where to? Like uh, if they wanted to get like Hunter's Home Center. Oh, I'm also on YouTube too. So hundred hundred hundred. Yeah, like if they want to use if they want to use the 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 business. Like, like oh, okay. how far so, out do you guys travel? Uh, we do all of Maryland, all of Maryland, Lower Pennsylvania, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, do you Northern go this Virginia. far? No, 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 Lower Pennsylvania, oh. so like York, York, Pennsylvania. You should just come up here if, <laughs> if I need some Drive work done. Two and a half, three hours. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. We can, <laughs> we can charge Geico. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah for sure. So, Lower Pennsylvania, Northern uh, Virginia, um, Delaware, mm. uh, all of Maryland. But yeah, that's that's basically. And when's the second book coming out? Second book. All right. So the story about the second book. Uh, I was gonna put it out September, mm-hmm. but now here's what I did, and I don't know. It's if October. You guys have ever done this? <laughs> it's the end of October. It's so. close. It's close. <laughs> I uh, I had a I had a ghostwriter help me with the book. Okay. Right. And what ended up happening was the ghostwriter put together a very bad, um, not bad. But it was like he did his research, and yeah. the, the name of the book is a. Uh, um, uh, I don't know the name of the book. <laughs> well, you go to, he you wrote go to, the book. He did all face, the things. You go to Facebook; it's on there, right? I got a picture on it. You, you, do, do your own fucking research, everybody. But when do you plan on putting this out? Uh, it'll be next week. Next week. All right, check this out. I got a website, markhunter.com, imgreatness.com. It's also huntershomectr.com. Um, you can check out all those websites, but markhunter.com is currently down, and I'll have it up by next week. So by the time that this comes out, it will be up, there we and go. you'll be able to see uh, basically things that I've written, um, motivational stuff that I've done. It'll all be on there. Um, the book, uh, it's called Unstoppable Breakthrough. And, there we uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just cut out that first it's, part. <laughs> it's all about, uh, it's all about the, uh, the importance of discipline and... Um, um, uh, delaying gratification, right? So this ghostwriter wrote a, a good book about discipline and delayed gratification, mm. but there's no, there's no, uh, 
passion behind it, right? Um, so I've got to add the juice and the sweet stuff to gotcha. it. My bad. It's cool. <laughs> but I got to add that. It's just a table. Yeah. <laughs> just, my hand didn't go through. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't the thing. It wasn't but, the time. So, so yeah. Time. So we got to put that, uh, I got to put some stuff into it and uh, I'll make it a bit better. I might have to redo the entire thing, but uh, I think it'll take me a month or two. But okay. it'll be out. You got it'll the bones out, to it, about, though. Yeah, yeah, got the bones to it. So keep an eye out for that. Um, but you can definitely It'll be free. All my, all my books oh, are out shit. there free. So the, the greatness go. manifesto, um, and this, the unstoppable breakthrough, it'll be out free. I also got three more books that I'm planning to put out next year. Um, everything for free. So big things, big, but things. if you want to hire him as a motivational speaker for a children's party, it's $10,000. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Ask. <laughs> he will accept your insurance information. Yes. Uh, so yeah, you could. You wanted the, to hire me for that? You can go to markhunter.com and the contact info. So. There we go. Best children's party. <laughs> it's like just a bunch of kids are like, all right, I'm gonna talk to you today about how to be a better person. <laughs> kids are like, yo, fuck you, Timmy. I'm leaving. Listen, That's called, you ain't shit. <laughs> it's called an investment well, yeah, in your future. Sure. <laughs> all right. That kid's birthday that party, party. That kid's getting beat up. You ever see the Chris Farley motivational speaker thing? That's hilarious. I watch it all the time. Live, live down in a van by the river. <laughs> I love that fucking Amazing. thing. Amazing. so great. Amazing. Oh, man. But you can find us wherever you get your podcast, and the best place to do that is going to be on our website, rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com. You can find our merch. You can find our Patreon. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rumrunners and on Twitter at rumpod. Kyle, do you want to give the big announcement? No, I did that already. Okay, so we have now partnered with Times Live <laughs> Radio. So going forward, it's going to be a lot more great shows that we're going to have uh, be able to tell you about and a lot more things that we're going to be able to do. So check out Times Live Radio on uh, Facebook specifically. They're huge on there, so definitely give them a follow. But until the next time, Thank wait, you, Mark, for being here. Wait. This was super cool, man. Oh, you guys are great. Wait, what? Are you also, waiting? if you have a podcast in the Lehigh Valley, uh, oh, reach let out to us, us. now. Rumrunners at gmail.com. Because we have a studio and stuff you can come to. We got There's all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you.